This is former TNA World Champion Raven, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line Podcast. Quote the Raven, nevermore. And don't cross the line. Or do cross the line. I'm not really sure if you're supposed to, you're not supposed to. I don't know. Eh, whatever. You get it. TNA Wrestling. Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 161 of the TNA Crossline Podcast. I am Bob Klein Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley in Dallas. It is pay-per-view day. It's Destination X 2005, and boy, oh boy, is it a loaded card. We've got five stipulation matches on the card, two title matches. The only title not on the line is the Tag Team Championships and we have a debut, in-ring debut, of Triton. Wow. How pumped are you, Dal? Triton? Yeah. I guess since I didn't think that he was going to wrestle at all, this is a pretty big deal. Yeah, this guy, uh, as you had said in the news, uh, Jeff Jarrett, I guess, wants to give him the the Goldberg push. Right. Um. <laughs> God, it's going to be something. I do think this is going to be a very fun show. I think that uh, looking at the card, we don't. There is a, technically a couple matches we don't fully kind of know, but uh, really, I see, I see one like stinker, and we already didn't know what it is. It's going to be the Team Tracy versus Team Trinity match. I mean, um, and I just that screams stinker match to me. But after that. Disc two, baby. When we put in disc two, it's gonna be on, and I cannot freaking wait. I think actually it's gonna be probably well past disc two, but or before disc two. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, man, I'm really excited about a lot of this, especially the the taped fist first blood match between Kevin Nash and the Outlaw. We have the Ultimate X Challenge, which I'm gonna well, I'm gonna let it happen. I like regular and ultimate X's, but to have a tag team in a three-way, then we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that being essentially like a three stages of hell match, but it's all different matches. I, ho- I hope they can at least use the cables and like do some fun stuff before it gets down to just two people. I don't I'm know nervous. why they. I don't know why they would. Well, that's what I'm. That's what yeah. I'm scared of, though. In the tag team match, I don't think there's. But like with the three-way. You could do some moves off of it or something, I feel like. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I, would, I would have to think they wouldn't incorporate it because it doesn't. it's rendered useless until the final day. Right. No, I think you're right about that, then. Uh, the bull rope match, Raven and Dustin Rhodes, should be interesting because their last match wasn't very good, except the brawling after, which is how it should have been. But since it's a bull rope match, maybe that will allow them to do the brawling that they both are good at, and we can have some fun. A bit, so that might not be good. Well, there's that too. Uh, Abyss, Jeff Hardy, False Count Anywhere in Universal Studios. I'm pretty sure this is that is a match that I know what happens, and if it's the one I'm thinking, 
and I'm really excited to watch it here uh, on the show. And I'm obviously saying this all very much out of order. And then, of course, we have the main event, Jeff Jarrett versus Diamond Dallas Page. NWA World Heavyweight title. It's on, baby. Are we going to crown a new champion here tonight, Destination X? Hopefully. Hopefully. One can dream. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm hoping as well. Now, I do have a quick um, thing I wanted to read. Uh, it's like uh, just a long sentence about what happened on last week's Impact. I figure it wouldn't hurt. Um, and technically on last week's Impact, we did find out last week, two epi- two days ago, not two episodes, two days ago. I forgot how quick these pay-per-views come up. Um, we did see Christopher Daniels qualify for the Ultimate X Challenge match by defeating Chris Saban. That was a pretty. That was probably the most important thing that really happened um, on the show. Um, but since Dave had a, uh, a in my notes from last week, since it was a double taping, there's a quick little sentence, so I figure it wouldn't hurt to read. Uh, and then technically there was a pre-show. Um, can't find it. Don't know where it is. And the matches didn't sound super uh, great, but I'll at least tell you guys what they are, and then we'll break everything down a little bit further on our next episode. Uh, so uh, it's noted, of course, that we saw that Jarrett and DDP confrontation on the show where uh, fans were chanting to drop the title to Jarrett, who evidently thought that that was good heat. Uh, we saw Christopher Daniels pin Chris Sabin to get in the Ultimate X. And then it's also noted here that, it, at least at the time, appeared that the planned BG James, Conan, and A&W versus Team Canada match was going to be changed to a tag team title match. But as Bob already noted, the tag team titles are not on the line. So that is not what we are getting. But as of the writing, that was what was supposed to happen. Now, if you go ahead and take a look at the card, that is what happens. We are going to see that eight-man tag team match. Uh, but it's interesting because uh, Johnny Devine is injured, which we did note on our last episode. He was on crutches at the taping. So unsure of what will happen there, or maybe they'll just kind of go easy on him. I don't quite know what the injury is. Maybe we'll get... Uh... Rufy Silverstein again. Oh, we haven't seen him in a while. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, I kind of forgot about him too, which is really funny. Um, they also made that first blood tape fist match official that we already noted. Uh, they also, this was a big uh, happening uh, where the deal where Michael Shane went looking for Dusty Rhodes in the pickup truck. Uh, Trinity and Tracy were there and basically he, um, he had him write down Matt Bentley for an appointment with him. So they're going to be changing that name soon uh, because of Mike Shane and the Shane twins in WWE. We've already we discussed that on our last episode when that happened as well. Um, so nothing super crazy here. We also saw the return of Apollo, who defeated Lance Hoyt. David Young got a win again. He beat Shark Boy. Disciples of Destruction, Heavy D and Big Big R uh, squashed Buck Quarterman and Lex Levette. Uh, the Outlaw defeated Sonny Siaki. Then Abyss and Raven teamed up to f- defeat uh, Cassidy Riley and Mikey Bats. So, um, I've, on paper, very interesting uh, episode of Impact, but as normal, it's pretty good. Um, and then, real quick, our two dark matches that took place right before Destination X went live, March 13, 2005. Andy Douglas and Chris Candido... Yeah, I did not say Chase Stevens. They defeated Buck Quartermain and Lex Levette. 
And then Kid Cash and Lance Hoyt defeated Cassidy Riley and Jarrell Clark. So very interesting and very random dark matches. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Cassidy Riley, I was watching Great American Bash 2000 earlier, and he was in the ambulance as an EMT. Wow. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, well, you know, before we get into the show, we should also note uh, yes. during our, you know, as everybody knows that we uh, we taped two episodes at once, except for pay-per-view days. Um, and since that time, uh, Jerry Jarrett has passed away. Uh, Jerry Jarrett, obviously a founding member, owner of uh, TNA. Yep. And uh, without his financial backing, the initial run of TNA would not have lasted uh, nearly as long as it did. So, obviously a huge loss to the wrestling community uh, and TNA faithful in general. Um, Personally, I've always enjoyed Jerry Jarrett's uh, form of storytelling, whether it be Memphis, and I've been enjoying the storytelling that was produced for the most part in TNA. So, And he helped create a bunch of stars. I mean, a lot of guys went through Memphis. Steve Austin, The Rock, Taker, Foley. I mean, countless of guys. So he had an he had an eye for talent. There's no doubt about that. Maybe he didn't pay them, but hey, you know, he, he had an eye for him. He had an eye for him. Um, you, you obviously, um, there's no doubt he uh, he's had a lot of influence. You can speak better to him as you just did than I can. Um, my my knowledge of Jerry Jarrett is pretty much what we we talk about on the show. I don't really know. A whole lot. I don't why I didn't haven't watched any Memphis. Uh, I don't really know a whole lot about it. Uh, but obviously his uh, his influence uh, is what allowed TNA to become what it did, as Bob said, and can help kickstart everything we are seeing uh, here now. And we will continue to hear his name, I believe, for a while. I mean, obviously we're not hearing it as much even now in two thousand five, but I'm sure his name will pop up. He pretty much, what, he appeared one time. Yep, first uh, anniversary show. Yep, in, uh, like, an interview, back like a pre-taped interview. Um, and that, that was pretty much it. I don't think he really ever makes an appearance again, to my knowledge. Uh, I don't think so. Because yeah. And I think that was sort of on purpose. He didn't want to. He was staying in the back. But, yeah, dude, uh, very sad. Um, and, yeah, another, uh, another TNA... Uh, legend, alum, however you want to put it, uh, gone. And uh, you know, we are we are thankful that he gave birth to our uh, reigning NWA NWA champion. Yeah, Jeff Jarrett, the superstar who, that is Jeff Jarrett, who might who might still be holding the title today in twenty twenty three. Okay, I don't know about that. It's uh, it's Phil, Mike. Yeah. Um, well, also, um, credit to Jeff Jarrett. If you, I, I don't know if it's credit or, you know, it's just what he needed to do, but he still wrestled on AEW. That's Dude. Great. Okay. I was thinking the same thing. And um, they, of course, did a graphic. And then he was in the first match. So it was kind of, uh, I don't know, it was, it, it was cool. But yeah. I, I didn't see. Was he emotional at all or no? You know, I don't, I don't know if he really was. At least not that I noticed. But. Jeff Jarrett's a freaking pro, so he's a pro's pro. Like, and he's a heel too, so I don't know if he. And he's a heel, so I don't recall if I noticed he was or not. 
Um, I don't think I really noticed anything. But, yeah, I thought actually I was pretty surprised as well. But, I mean, like you said, maybe it's what he had to do. Sometimes that's how it goes. Um, it's just like um, really with like Mark Briscoe. I mean, I don't think Tony Khan forced him to come on and wrestle Jay Lethal. He probably was like, no, I need to do this. Like, I want to do it. Much Very emotional, of course, but same kind of thing. I get it. Sometimes you got to you gotta get your mind off it. Do what you do what you like doing. Right. And I believe his his widow said that, you know, Jerry would have wanted to do it. And I, a lot of times, like, people was like, oh, you can't speak like that. I feel like Jerry would be like, just go out there and wrestle. Yeah, I feel like that way about a lot of things, too. It's like, um, it's like I, I, I tell myself, like, my, my grandma passed away. And it's like, okay, I got some stuff. But if it's, like, junk, I can hear her screaming, just throw that shit away. And it's like, okay, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure she would be like, Dallas, you got to do that TNA podcast. Yeah, you got you to gotta get on that podcast. You got to do that podcast. Do you got you to gotta watch Destination X 2005. Yeah. One of the biggest shows of all time. Okay, it might not be true, but. No, probably not true at all. But it is going to be a banger, and uh, we are going to be getting into it. And as we have noted on previous pay-per-view shows, we are watching the DVD version, and it is the two-disc DVD version. So after the first, hold on, hour 31 minutes and 35 seconds, we'll be thrown in disc number two. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. But this is live, pal, and we will let you know if there is an issue. I'm really hoping mine works. I did not test it, because last time I tested, and it didn't work. But the time before that, I didn't test it, and it did work. So... We're going to find out. And Bob usually delays, and then we'll do time checks. But we're going to do time checks yeah. where we are in the beginning of the show. And then after disc two, it'll say how much is left in the show. It's going to be great. It's going to be smooth. And, guys, we are going to be cruising here, watching this X Division and a stipulation-filled pay-per-view. It's going to be so freaking good. I mean, I, I hope it's good. We um, haven't been disappointed yet on pay-per-view, so... I mean, you're right. And then the same thing, too, with, with Impacts. I mean, they have been um, consistently pretty good. Now, if you want to watch along with us, there's obviously Impact Plus. But there's also available on Impact Wrestling's YouTube page. Uh, I I want to say they're probably, I think they're putting on almost like all their pay-per-views on the YouTube page anyway at this point. It really does seem like that, which is wild to me, because that takes away the biggest reason why you'd want to get Impact Plus. However... They are adding, t uh, they're currently going through 2010 impacts, which you, like you couldn't watch for years. So it's kind of cool. I just saw like through October 2010 is on Impact Plus now. Okay, so I'm on the, this is bizarre. So I'm on, it looks like they've been starting to upload 2013 impacts to their YouTube page. Hmm. Um, and it looks like, all of the pay-per-views, or at least most of them, through 2011 are on here. Wow. That is pretty crazy. So, and I mean, they're getting pretty good. Like 130,000 views or whatever here. Um, but Destination X one has 210,000. If only they could get that for a buy rate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's get into it here. It's Destination X 2005. Jarrett Page, main event, and so much more. 
I'm going to count down from three, and I say play. That is when you're going to want to hit that play button to watch along with us. So here we go. Three, two, one, play. This is TNA, the new face of professional wrestling. Doesn't feel new after hearing that first song. Oh, here we go, baby. Barry Scott, talk to me. It's not the critic that counts. This is on screen. He's not talking. It's not the critic that counts. The credit belongs to the man who's actually in the arena. Oh, is this about Jeff Jarrett? Well, that was Elix Skipper's shoulders. And Whose back, so face I is... I missed that. Miss Martin the Blood or something. I know, but remember, the critics are saying that Jeff Jarrett has go away, and now he does. He thinks he doesn't. So, I just missed what that said too. I'm trying to. I'm trying to read this, and I'm missing it. Who? What? Errs? Errs and comes? What? What is this? Because there's no effort without error and shortcoming. We have up close shots of people in pain. No, this is Kevin Nash. The fillings in, the in their mouth. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? I'm wondering if they couldn't get Barry Scott to read this in this one, and that's why it's on screen. Who knows the great enthusiasms? The great devotions. This is like very eerie music playing in the background. Yeah, I don't feel like it really fits the destination next. Who at best knows the triumph of high. I missed the last word. Expectations. You're right. I think it's on E. Oh, yeah. We got like a vignette around the screen. Uh, and who, at worst, if he fails, fails while daring greatly. Or says quietly. It was greatly quietly. I missed it again. Yeah, I'm telling you, if they're, if I can't read this that fast. So his place will never be with those timid souls. I got that one. We're usually usually we do a little bit better trying to do this part, but this is going very poorly, and I'm blaming how fast they're going on the screen. Who know neither victory nor defeat, and then there's an end quote. So that was like an entire quote, but we missed most of it. So sorry about that. Oh, here we go. Tonight, fall men will desire what only one man possesses. Pain will be felt everywhere. Legends may rise. I love how they didn't show the Irish whip part of Jeff Hardy going through the tables and him just flying mm. over the world. Yeah. So that was the intro I was waiting for. <laughs> Here we go. Whoa, look at these cool graphics. And now, TNA Wrestling presents... Destination X. Look at that sweet fucking blue logo. Throwback. Um, We're getting so SoCal Vale's butthole. I mean, it must be, right? That's got to be SoCal Vale. Talk about Destination X. I mean, that's going to anyway. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Jeff Hardy, I will leave my husband for you, is what that sign says. Yeah, and nice. it says some other stuff after that. Yeah. And we're getting nice, some nice pyro. I don't see anything cool on the stage this time. It looks like impact. Ultimate X already set up, but that should be as expected. But I love the way it looks, so I'm fine with that. And you are looking live. Uh, by the way, Bob, we have 775 people here in the crowd tonight. Uh, I believe that's still considered a sellout, even though it was free. Yeah, I thought they were getting like 800 before. 
Yeah, I don't know why they changed. I don't know if it's because of um, the Spanish announce table, where they put it now. I, I don't know. Don West bringing back the silky shirt, but he does not have the matching tie. Instead, he has a cool black tie with his silver silky shirt. I read that they had to turn away 600 fans. That might happen. I don't know. We'll talk about it on Impact coming up this week. Uh, but there is that ringside revenge. I did forget that when I mentioned the heavyweight title. I believe that they will have like three life crew and like some police officers or something ringside or something police like officers. that. Didn't they, or they are being the police or something. I don't remember what they said. Okay. I don't remember. Basically a lumberjack match, but isn't it's it like against all the people against Jared or something like that? Uh, that sounds right. Wait. Jeff, the final Saw Abyss Jeff Hardy match may be in question because someone was taken away in handcuffs. First blood. They did not say tape fist anymore. Oh, they're there. Really? Okay, so they're just going to be punching each other's foreheads for eight mm-hmm. minutes? Mm-hmm. Which is actually kind of interesting because that means they can't blade. I mean, they could blade. How are they going to blade? Are they not taped shut? No, you're going to still have your fingers in there. Oh, okay. Never mind then. I think like Taipei does not sure they're like but taped, That's taped. with glass on it. Oh, I know, but I that's how I think of them being taped. Like taped could fully you, closed. Could you imagine Kevin Nash in a Taipei? Type A death match. I like the with idea. Glass of with glass glued to his fists. That's unbelievable. Okay, so it does look like, yep, we are getting that eight man tag team match. We got Conan and B. James in the ring, and here comes Chris Harris, James Storm. Sorry, let me say that again. Here comes James Storm and friend of the show, Chris Harris. That's right. Chris Harris. Storm is in a chipper mood, so I think that uh, the baby faces are going over tonight. These are our tag team champions. Title's not on the line on this pay-per-view. It's a little odd to me. Well, they don't have to be on, on the line every time. Yeah, but they've also barely been on TV, so I feel like we got to do That's something not, here. That's not true. They just had a tag match with... Um... I don't know, dude. I need more of them. What's the ooh, 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 where my dog? Oh, you that? know what? That was at against all odds anyway. I was gonna say cash and Dallas, but that was on pay per view. I'm hoping that Conan uses the shoe. There's Bob with his camera. That was a woman. Oh. Welcome oh, to the God. dog house. The dog. <laughs> Let's old kick that school. old school poo poo. Speaking of dog houses, oh, I don't have it up. And hold on. Happy in the wild, the road dog Jesse James, the badass Billy Gunn, Marty, outlawed. Not one, not two, but the three left crew. And here comes Team Canada. Uh, I was gonna say, speaking of the dog house. Uh, if if you're following us over on our Twitter page, which is at Cross the Line TNA, if you don't follow us, you probably should do so. And here comes Team Canada, Johnny Devine, still on crutches. Oh, Bob, who is that? We've got another debut, folks. It's A1. Well, it's his debut in Team Canada. 
Oh, did we see him against Sabu before? We did see him on Impact. That's right. Which is very odd. But yes, it is official. A1 has joined Team Canada. Wait, hold on. I'll talk about Twitter in a second. I want to hear what they're saying about Johnny Devine's injury. They're saying we got a different member of Team Canada. MCL, ACL, it's one of them. Something's messed up. Okay, well, Scott DeMore always has a plan. His knee's all messed up. Yeah. Um, So, as I was noting, speaking of doghouses, which is more of a metaphor in this case, but uh, over on our Twitter page, we just recently have uh, uploaded Against All Odds. Great show. Check it out in the archive if you haven't listened. Or if you haven't watched, watch along on YouTube for free as well. They're YouTube, not ours. (laughs) But, um, uh, and so it was... um, it was when Kazarian got pinned by Jeff Hammond. And uh, he, he tweeted, he still haven't, haven't forgiven uh, Jeff Hammond for this shit. And which is hilarious, as we've just noted on a path, one of our most recent episodes, I think last episode, he's gone kind of stemming from that match. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was absolutely, I could not believe this reply. I thought it was the funniest shit. As we have BG James and or Bobby Roode starting us off here. And then, I don't know if, Bob, if you saw the, a follow-up, because then we've been posting impacts, obviously, since that time. And I tagged him, Frankie Kazarian, again in a post where Michael Shane was coming out for his match against Ron Killings on a recent episode of Impact. And Kazarian points out that he has a Mad Lib book in his back pocket. Yeah, I did see that. And he freaking does, and I think it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. So, Frankie Gazarian, uh, bring bring in the heat here. Friend of the show. Yeah. Even though he blocked me because I said it was funny. Shh, shh, shh. Oh. Shh. Stop bringing that up. He likes us. Stop. He likes you. You're the one that posts. Well, unfortunately, we're at a package deal. On the show, Bob. Oh, unfortunately. I'm right. just joking. <laughs> Conan, there's nothing happening in this match yet. Conan is just staring at Eric Young, who's wearing the little tights. Yeah, we're about 10 minutes and 27 seconds into the show, and uh, basically just a whole lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Oh, finally some, uh, some action here. This is one of, like, three matches that if they took off the show, you might not even realize. Um, and not saying that I don't like people in this match or anything like that. I think it's a fine match, but just pointing out. Well, there's no real stakes involved. Yes. Whereas a lot of other matches, nearly all of them have stakes. <gasps> yes! Yes! Oh, fuck yeah, dude. He threw the shoe at Eric Young. He's in the corner. Don't worry. He got the shoe back, though. He got the I shoe back. And then, boom, right in the back of Bobby Roode. Is that the first time he's done that? I feel like he definitely has used his shoe before. I don't think he's used it like that. I feel like he used it as like a distraction before, like throw the shoe and like. My day is ruined. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm mistaken. I it's so much. Irish Whip comes back. Hip toss to Eric Young by James Storm. And another. Oh, that was an arm drag. That was a drop kick. 
The only thing that sucks about the ultimate X structure being up is like when there's a tag match, you can't see half of the guys on the apron because there's a big brand pole in the way. Similar to how Bob likes to view his wrestling shows live. Yeah, especially after like a six hour car ride. And we were running late already, and then we finally get in the building, and then there's a pole in the way. A pole and the balcony. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was my favorite time. It's really good. Thanks for bringing that up, too. They assisted... Uh, these, yeah, I guess was, he... Chris Harris chucked James Storm out of the ring. It's, it's an assisted crossbody, crossbody, crossbody to the floor. I mean, this guy doesn't even know the names of moves. I couldn't think of... I lost the name of the crossbody, dude. Who am I working with today? I mean, this guy, he doesn't even know the name. Okay, now that... What is, was that called? That is a, a crossbody. Oh, okay. And he jumped off the top rope. Harris taking out everyone. Keep your eyes peeled uh, for Pat in the crowd. True. That is very true. I wonder if he's... Uh, he said he was there till June, I think he said. Now, Chris Harris going after Petey Williams, the smallest guy in the match, who is scared. And Scott Demore is fanning Johnny Devine, who, mind you, has possibly oh. torn ACL or MCL or whatever. Both. And uh, both... ACL, oh. MCL, all that great PD stuff. PD accidentally hits Eric Young, but don't worry. Rude pulls Pete out of the way, and Harris spears the ring post. That's not good. Now Rude working over the left arm. Chris Harris. Chris Harris is a lefty. I know, and look at that. He's actually working on the left arm. Unusual. But it's working. That is his dominant hand. He's throwing those southpaws that Dave Meltzer says always look like crap, which I don't know where he's getting this from. But And then you just give him a wedgie, which could cause a hemorrhoid. So, you know, this guy is really just looking for long-term punishment. Speaking of Destination X, I can't believe we started the pay-per-view off looking at a butt. Isn't that yep. how the pay-per-views usually go these days? I mean... Yes, that was the first one we hit. Where, now, if she was wearing a skirt, we'd be seeing a lot of stuff. She was wearing pants, though. Right. Tilt toward arm breaker there by Petey. I know. What the heck? That looked kind of cool. I don't mean this in a, a mean way, but what exactly is SoCal Vale's job? Is, is this just, time? Yeah. I don't know. Is she just Is she just like a ring girl? I think she's like a ring girl. <laughs> I think she like helps pick up the ring gear. I don't know. Let me go she, on her Wikipedia page. She doesn't ring announce. I know that. A1 club in a way. Um, Chris Harris. Oh, Hammerlock. He's got to rotate him. You got to rotate. There you go. Okay, so her, what she is, according to Wikipedia, is um, a professional wrestler, interviewer, ring announcer, model, and ringside attendant. So I would say at this time, she's the ringside attendant. Ringside attendant. But I'm going to go further into this. Okay, so this says, we'll get there, but apparently she doesn't officially sign until 2006 in August. But she's the, she's here. Early 2005. So she's just chilling. Um, because apparently on August eighteenth, two thousand six, she got kicked. She got kicked out uh, by the Women's Extreme Wrestling promotion at their pay per view taping, Twisted Steel and Sex Appeal. 
Um, and then a certain someone who may be a gold medalist that we'll see eventually apparently drags her into the ring and threatens to break her ankle. So we will be seeing her in a fairly prominent moment um, in, a, in a little bit. But That was in what time? That is 2006. That specific moment I just mentioned, December. Um, so, yeah, that's literally what it says. Now, she apparently did start out in the women's extreme wrestling promotion uh, as an executive under Francine. Um, she later wrestled Francine in a Kiss My Foot match, which she lost, and she apparently became the general manager of WEW. Um, I did not. We There was a note, and I purposely did not mention it. Conan with that Rolling Thunder clothesline on Rude. And Eric Young, hold on, goes up and over. Alabama Slamma. Uh, but the WEW promotion, I didn't really hear much about. Face Buster to PD. Dude, Conan's killing Team Canada right now. He's on fire. Um, I didn't know about this WEW promotion until recently. There was a note where Francine, like, she made a reference to TNA in an interview or something in relation to it, but it wasn't, like, worth bringing up because it literally said nothing. And, um... I, then I was like, what is this promotion? And then I Googled it, and I immediately was like, I should be careful who's around me while I'm looking up WEW. Really? It's like like an adult promotion. Like, apparently, you're, you, they hit, like, you had to be, like, 21 and older to attend and shit. Wow. I had no idea about that. Oh, DeMorgan on top rope. He's going to get slammed off by Conan. Um, Oversells that a very bit. briefly. Oh, that lariat to the back of the head by Bobby Roode. What's he? One, two, three. Wow. Conan doing the, the J-O-B. Wow. Clean. Wow. Okay. Well, all right. I think that probably puts Team Canada as, uh, as a challenger for the next one. I would say so. Um, I actually think that, especially mid to end of that match, picked up very fast and was a lot of fun. So, good opening match featuring a lot of... um, It was quick. Good people, yeah. No complaints here. We're at 18 minutes, 15 seconds. We're going backstage with Dustin Rhodes now. And I have more about... No, we're not. We're in Dusty's office. But I have more about SoCal Val we can talk about during the next match quick. Dusty is with Trinity and Tracy saying, This pay-per-view is on fire. And there he is, Bob. He's back. Holy shit. Johnny Fairplay. He's here again. I can't believe Fairplay is back. He said, hey, I found that clue last time I was here. Dusty said, you're filibusting on me. He's on his knees. He's begging. He was one more chance to be Dusty's assistant. You get three hours. You find two guys and put them on a contract in your back end. Take your bony ass out of here and get on it. He's trying to hug him and Dusty says, nope. Lord, have so now Johnny's got to go find two guys and put them under contract to get his job back? Yep. 
Well, realistically, all the people there should be already be in the contract. Oh, uh, so can they out. Well, it's one. Speaking of, it's okay, though. Oh, there's a, oh, God. Justy's, uh, like, kissing. I don't like him kissing these guys, these women. Justy being a womanizer is just weird. Oh, here we go, dude. The Naturals song. Chris Candido. And. Is double duty? Oh, there's both of the Naturals, but. Hey, who the hell was that booing? Sounds like Chase Stevens is the one being announced. Okay, Chase Stevens in singles action on pay-per-view? Okay. Chase Stevens is not bad as a singles wrestler, I'll have you know. I didn't say he was. But you just said, oh, singles wrestler? Yeah, but I like the Nationals as a tag team. On pay-per-view, why are they, like, on impact, it makes sense. But he's fighting Chris Saban, who we noted was not featured on Destination X until, wow, right now. So he's at least on pay-per-view. That's good to know. As he should be. Motion Machine Guns retained the NW, or, uh, sorry, NPJW. I'm messing that up. NJPW Strong Tag Team Championships at Battle in the Valley. The New Japan belts, I messed up the acronym. Yeah, Motion Machine Guns, hey, they retained that against the West Coast Wrecking Crew. Anyway. Uh, Chase Stevens versus Chris Saban here happening, but I had one more thing I wanted to mention about SoCal Val because now I'm just I'm diving deep on her Wikipedia page. I'm confused. Was that W E W like nude or something? I'm gonna I was gonna try to talk about that in a second too. Oh. I don't fully know. I did not look at videos of it. I just read very briefly about it when I heard the note. But here's Saban, the thing. if you were nice, now that's called a crossbody again. So. I don't so, know if that was that was more of a dive, but it's you know. more of a crossbody. He uses chest. So the um, he didn't go if, across his body. But. If anybody, were, <laughs> if anybody was to be looking over your shoulder while you looked it up, you could literally say it's for research. No, you're right. I also don't care. Okay, I'm just saying. Go ahead, see some boobies potentially. Yeah. Um. So this is more relating to this time. So, um, in addition to working multiple independent promotions. Uh, SoCal Val actually appeared with WWE in early 2005 as part of the SmackDown vignette featuring Luther Reigns. And then it's noted here that she regularly appeared um, with the Orlando-based promotion, TNA Wrestling, working various, variously as a ring girl and merchandising model. And, and it says, see, this is so fucked up, beginning in June 2005. Dude, she's literally been here for so long. She's um, been here since, what, the end of 04? Yeah, we saw her. In, or no, was it 04? I don't remember. Or was it the first pay-per-view in 05? Might have been the first pay-per-view here in 05. Um, but then it notes, and we'll get to this too. This is not, I don't care. This is not a spoiler. Um, apparently starting at No Surrender, she uh, ends up being used as an interviewer on the defunct TNA Global Impact show with Jeremy Borash. Uh, okay. So she's doing all this stuff not under contract at this time. She was in the Luther Reigns vignette. Do you like that note? What the hell was... I wonder what Luther Reigns was being promoted as. I don't remember his character. Okay, so let's try to look up a little bit about W.E.W. Save the hammer away on Stevens. I had okay. a trip counter. Ooh, nice back kick. Here's their logo, so you have a reference point, Bob. Okay. They're based in Philadelphia. Stevens, the low blow. 
Okay, so as noted on ProWrestling.Fandom.com, it's a it's also known as women's erotic wrestling and also women's extreme wrestling. So just to give you an idea of where we're heading, going for cover kicks out it too. Um, all women promotion based in Philadelphia with offices in New York. Uh, they were notable because their storylines usually filled with erotic and sexual themes due to the company's illicit and the show illicitness and the shows having adult sexual content. Many of those attending WEW's live events had to be age 21 or older. It's absolutely fascinating to me because I just have never heard of this. Steven says he had a nice flatliner and then a springboard moonsault for a two count. According to a review on Cage Match, someone wrote, oh my fucking God, this promotion was was one of the worst things to happen to professional wrestling. So (laughs) (laughs) apparently went down pretty well. How long were they in business for? It's, It's labeled as 2001 to 2008. And they have a list that I have to zoom in. This is all their shows. That's it. Um, so let's see. We're in 2005. Well, their first show is not till May. So we're going to, okay. I'll look at it since we're in, it's, it's part of our, um, it's kind of our timeline here. Their first show in May celebrity hoedown. Let's see what happened. If we know anyone, but we know April Hunter. Okay. So, are these shows at the ECW arena? No, it's at the Electric Factory. Okay, so a bar. Oh, this is the one with SoCal Val. I didn't even know that. I just happened to oh, click it. Know. So G.I. Ho defeated Amy Lee and Navajo um, to win the WEW Women's Hardcore title in a three-way match. <laughs> um, then April Hunter defeated Cleho Patra. And a loser leaves W. There's so many ho references. Well, this is celebrity hoedown. Then we saw Francine with ODB and the smoke. Who's the smoke? I have no idea. Uh, defeating SoCal Val in that lo- loser, uh, the kiss my feet match. Sorry. And Seguri by Sabin. Oh, beautiful. Rainboard tornado DDT. Absolutely beautiful. Going for a cover. Gets a kick out too. Wow. Uh, then we saw Team B- Team Blondage, which is Amber O'Neill and Chrissy Vane, defeat Angel Orsini and Janini Durso with Joey Nice uh, for the WEW Tag Team Titles. And then, this said it was an all-women's promotion, but we do have an intergender tag team I quit match with Hell's Bells, Annie Social, and Shane Hardcore, defeating Benji Bronk and The Smoke. Amazing. Sounds like fucking garbage, dude. Yeah, sure Look at this. Oh, Andy Douglas. He's going for... Uh, cradle Shock, dude. Cradle Shock. And, oh. And now the Naturals are being cheapos. Oh, he had the tights, but look at... Oh. <laughs> Save him with a counter, and he wins it. And, I thought that was a solid match, though. Yeah, dude. I know. We were talking over it with uh, this promotion crap but that was a pretty good match and now Chris Candino and the Naturals going right after him I think Stevens is an underrated singles wrestler I think so too I'm sorry I was judging the fact that I wanted to see the Naturals in a tag team match how dare you 
This match also featured Chris Sabin, who is one of the best and most underrated TNA performers of all time. Who's this? Oh my god, someone's in a mask. A mask guy. Is it Apollo? Oh, wait. It's Monty Brown. Look at the arm motion, dude. That's not Monty Brown. Okay, no, he's not. Okay, he's not Apollo. His skin is a little bit darker. What's this? Okay, okay. It's definitely not Monty Brown. He just. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. He just did a massive dive to the ground. <laughs> Brown. Oh. That's shocker. Okay, so I'm gonna tell you guys right now, I didn't know who that was. Um, so Bob can just tell me that. But they they immediately yell, it's shocker. Yeah, well Tanae acted like his it was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Took the mask off. Hey, the guy from McDonald's commercials that you were talking about with uh, Dusty. Yeah, so this guy is very famous for his McDonald's commercials, apparently. Um, I don't know really anything else about him, but they're acting crazy. The crowd, I don't think, knew at all who he was. No, they did not. That's why Tanae's reaction doesn't fit <laughs> the reveal. He can't fit the Big Mac in, and he peels. They're literally telling us about the fucking McDonald's commercial, Bob. Yeah. CMLL promotion. He wrestles for CMLL every Friday night. Well, it's the same night as Impact, so I guess he won't be able to make Impact. In front of in front of twelve thousand fans. I'm gonna make a guess right now, and he don't last six months. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no way, dude. Wow. I can't believe that Shocker's here. I thought it was Monty Brown. Holy shit. I, <laughs> I, why? I don't know why you think it was Monty Brown. Look at the arms, dude. The arm motion made it look, look like Monty Brown. Yeah, but like, why would Monty Brown? It wouldn't. It would, there's literally no, coming out. Oh, we're going there's no the reason. Well, here comes Raven. We're going right into the bull rope match. They're talking more about Shocker, and no one cares. Oh, no, they're not. They're talking about Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> oh, my God. He's talking about his father being tied to the bull rope. <laughs> I think it's great that Dusty wanted to hire the guy based off a McDonald's commercial. I know. Bob, I feel like I'm unhinged on today's episode. I, I haven't even finished my coffee yet, and we're not even an hour in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to say anything, but yeah, it seems. I need to. I'm forgetting moves that I know the name of, and yeah, shockers here now. Biggest shock that we've seen. It's, it's shocker. And I literally he took it off, and I was. I'm thinking Bob's gonna yell at me, and then, then it was just shocker, and I understood why I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Comes Dustin Rhodes. He's ready for a fight. He's the one bringing the bull rope. I feel like that's an unfair advantage. I don't like that Dustin wears, like, the fake leather, like, gear. I hate that. Like, that shit. Yeah. Lone Star. Now, is this, like, a touch the corner, touch all six corners kind of bull rope match? Or is it, like, I just beat the shit out of you and pin you bull rope match? I don't know. I don't like the touch corners one. Just saying. Uh, Yeah, because I think that's usually for a strat match, isn't it? 
Depends what kind of strap match you're talking. Well, no, because, like, wasn't Eddie and JBL's bull rope match a touch corner one? Uh, With the lights, they had the lights on in the corners, so you knew which yeah. one to touch. And there's, like, a timer. That's right. I do believe you can also do that with a strap match, but then there's also the strap matches that you whip people. Right. Oh, shit. We're tied, but Raven was out of the ring. Dustin slid out the other side, pulled him right into the post. Does that count as touching a corner? No, you got to touch a turnbuckle. Oh. Yeah, yeah those are going to be used for ultimate. They look like they're held on with duct tape, but... Oh, fuck. Raven moved. The cowbell hit the the structure. Raven up on the apron. It's pull off right into the guardrail. That kid looks like... Look at the kid in the front. Kid almost just pooped his pants and dropped his nachos. In case you guys didn't know, Bob is a big nachos at wrestling kind of guy. I'm not. Irish Whip hits Raven in the midsection of the cowbell. And then over the I'm... back. I'm more of a no food guy at those shows because um, a pretzel is usually about eight dollars. You're bullshit because every time we go to shows, you buy a pretzel. Yeah, I know because that's the cheapest option at eight dollars. Although nachos bought, are usually about twelve fifty. Although you bought um, you bought some chicken and fries like I did at one of the recent shows we went to. Oh, at the AEW one, right? Yeah. Well, because that was a good deal. That was like 10 bucks. I know, dude. They had a really good deal. And they were good. Right. Raven trying to reach Dustin, but he's got the rope kind of around the post, and he just keeps pulling Raven into the turnbuckle. Well, then that should count as a corner. I don't think that's the kind of match we're doing I, here. I don't think so either, because you'd have to touch six corners. That's what I mean. Yeah, this has got to be by pin, right? Scrapping the rope around Raven's neck. Also, the bull rope they're using looks so fucking lame. Yeah, he's choking Raven. That's nice. Raven about to be unconscious. Dustin kicks him away, and he's going to then drag him forward and just punches him. What's the point of that? Okay. He wants to embarrass Raven. Oh, Raven yanks him off the middle of the rope. Raven going under the ring to grab a chair. Wedging the chair into the corner. And he just whipped it right into the chair, dude. Chair fell out of the ring, though. Raven grabs it, throws it back in the ring. Just if you guys are curious, me and Bob will be covering WWEW um, Celebrity Hoedown uh, in May, along with um, nude war games and in-ring sex play. And we'll also cover tag team nudes and nude ring anarchy and nude locker room mayhem and also nude and nasty and also nude battles and nude submission, nude takedown. Nude ring fantasy, 
nude sex war. We're going to cover all of these. And who Francine ran this? Yeah. I'm sorry. I had to bring it up again because I was looking at the names. It's so fucking bad, though. Apparently, it's listed that the owner is Dave Millen, though. But Francine was, I believe, heavily involved. Oh, cowbell to the nuts, dude. And the rope burn. Think of the rope burn. Who the hell is Dave Millen? I don't know. I'm closing it. I'm sick of looking at it. Atomic drop. Raven on his rope burn nuts. Comes back with a clothesline. Rope burn nuts. This just doesn't seem like the next match they should have had after Raven put Dustin in a straight jacket and then fucking whipped him. It just doesn't feel like the next thing to do. It was just me. What would be the next match to do? A straight jacket match. That sounds even worse. You're probably right, but why is it a bull rope match? Because then that whole match would just be like a guy hitting like a scoop slam. I'm going to put the straight jacket on. And the guy fights out of it. And the fight guy, like, although I, I do with think an he, atomic drop, and he tries to put the straight jacket on. I do think he did whip him with the bull rope. Right, that's probably the, yeah, the idea here. Going for that bulldog, which he's been winning with, but Raven pushes him off. Raven, he's got the chair now. He's waiting. He's stalking his prey, Rudy Charles who refereed uh, the main event and elimination champion this year. Except then he got his, he got taken out because it's Rudy Charles. Dustin just punched the chair. Probably just broke his hand. The oh. diabolicalness of Raven and going for the, oh shit, he get the bulldog to the chair. So under goes for a drop to Wow. Raven losing. That's how you do it. The former WWE Intercontinental Champion. That match sucked. What is it? Team Canada coming? Wait, 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 wait. They win the opening Lane. match. Now they want to attack Dustin. That probably just means AMW is going to come out. Bobby Roode really taking the focus here. Well, yeah, because if you notice, there's only three members of Team Canada. Yeah. <laughs> A1, Eric Young, Bobby Roode, and they're beating down Dustin. And there they are. Fantastic. So what's going to happen is they're going to create a six-man title. And then our next no. video, we're going to have Dustin and AMW win the six-man titles against Team Canada. No. That doesn't need to happen. At, at Nude Anarchy, Dustin is going to team up with America's Most Wanted. Oh, my God. Yeah, pay-per-view. Okay. Team Tracy and Team Trinity video package coming up next. Oh, great. I wonder what that means. You hear the... Why are they playing the old uh, TNA theme? Oh, this is like Look, this is footage from the pre-show we did not see. Look, the countdown. Yeah, it has the countdown. Okay, that's cool. I like that. Now, this is from Impact. Big Tilly with a splash. I mean, that is a devastating splash. No shit. He's 375 pounds, they said. No, Bob, I'll say, after this match, it's kind of straight bangers, including the debut of Titans still to come later tonight. 
I hope so, dude. For your sake, I hope so. We're nearly 40 minutes in. So this is just Big Till and Bruno going right after Big D and or sorry, Big R and Heavy D. The someone is gonna be able to sleep with Dusty tonight. It's one of these women. We're gonna find out very soon who. They're both kissing him still. They both don't seem to care. I don't know why we why wouldn't Dusty just be fine with it? I like that Trinity's like thing when she comes out, she wears like a white lab coat and then just pretends to open it even though it's already open. People say you're an old man. That was their first indication that there was sex involved because she was like fixing her top out of his truck. Yeah, yeah. They're all trying to show each other's butts and stuff. This is... Dude, it's like not good. This is not a good storyline. Not good teams involved. See, now what I don't understand is that she's wearing like Florida Gator colors, which would mean like she's trying to be a baby face, I feel like. Oh. Thank you for picking up on that because I didn't get it. Although they are also wearing those colors. Yeah, that's why I mean, that's what I don't understand. Pi Delta Slam. Straight out of Panama. Okay. Big Tilly on the left. I believe it's Bruno on the right. And here comes Tracy with the Disciples of Destruction. Two of the absolute worst wrestlers I can imagine. Is that what you're saying? No, that's what I'm saying. I absolutely hate the Harris brothers. I didn't like them when they were in that shitty team in the WWF. I didn't like them when they were the Harris brothers in TNA, in WCW, as whatever they did there. What about his creative control? I don't even know what the fuck that is. Oh, no, that's the WCW one, right? Yeah. No, I didn't like that. Although that's funnier because it's like... (laughs) That one's funnier, but it's still not good. What about is the DOA? No, that's the same thing we're seeing right here. No, it's not. It's the DOA. Disciples of oh, Destruction. Ryan Lee. Disciples of Apocalypse. Come on, dude. Come on. Incredible. Okay, so I believe Big R is in the ring first. With Bruno. See, just how like you can't tell apart the SATs, I can't tell apart. I learned it yesterday when I was working on some social media posts. And Bruno has the little strip. Uh, he's got I that. I about the Harris Brothers. Oh, the Harris Brothers. Oh, sorry. The Harris Brothers, Don is bigger. And not in a good way. He's got the gut. And and I feel like Ron's head is, like, just skinnier. Like, it's a thinner, like, squished-in head. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't like either guy. Well, Bob, if you had to pick... One woman, one woman to sleep with Dusty Rhodes. Who's your pick for the match? Well, if I'm Dusty, who do I want to have win? 
I if I'm dusty, I'm probably gonna say I would want Trinity. Really? Yeah. She did give him a lot of compliments, saying he's not an old man and that kind of stuff. But Tracy feels like more his vibe, dude. It's no, like the... see, my reasoning is I feel like you know if Trinity was in the workplace, at like a restaurant or something, she would definitely sleep with the boss to move up in the company. While while I feel like Tracy has like more moral. Oh my god. The characters, not the actual human beings. Okay, thank God. Okay. We yeah, can... anytime I'm talking about that, it's the character. No, you're I know, actually I, know. I just that was just a lot for me to take there. And look at watch this clothesline. This match is so full of highlights. They have to oh. show this clothesline out of the ring. He landed head first. Top of his head. Made... You can't make this shit up, guys. When you but then I also skull. feel like Trinity the character would probably report him to then get his job. Ooh. So then maybe not Trinity. Maybe you want to go with Tracy. Because maybe with Tracy, you could settle with some like harmless work flirtation. Hmm. And then hope that she breaks up with her boyfriend and you bang her. But I don't know. The character. Not Tracy Lee. I should have waited to talk about SoCal Valder in this match. This is so fucking bad. Oh, well, you just choke slammed the guy with the goatee. That's good. The fans are chanting for the DOD, Bob. If I can find any uh, WEW shows, we could review them for when Impact's off TV for the month. It'd be a lot of fun. Most of the shows, they got to be like an hour long. There's like three matches. Yeah. yeah. You never know. I'm going to look it up right now and see if I can find it. Caught him with a chair. I can't believe this shit's on fucking pay-per-view, bro. This is what the fans want. I don't think it is. Oh, Dallas, there is stuff, but there's not a person that's seeding it, damn it. Oh, well, Bob's giving away his his information. He's just Googling, guys. He's just... I'm just Googling. You're just Googling. Irish Whip. Okay, so... Who's that? Is that Don? That's Don, I think. Tried to grab Trinity... Now, Big Till has the advantage. This is hilarious that the, the hair spellers are the are the baby faces. Yeah, it's amazing. It's in the corner of Phi Delta Slam. Uh, in case you were wanting to see what a DVD cover is for WW Bob, here's one from Ho Fair. No minors, no exception. Oh, my. Doesn't that not look like a porn cover? Yeah, it does. 
What about Night of Erotic Insanity? I mean, they were going for you to buy this thinking that it was porn. I mean, there's Absolutely. no way. There's no other way. Hold on a second. Why does this say Pluto TV? Is this on Pluto TV? No way. It's loading Pluto TV. No, it's not. Dallas? No, it's not. Bob? No, it's not. I can watch. Women, you guys can go to no, Women yeah. Extreme Wrestling, Booty Whipping. I see it, Booty Whipping. Street Assault, Alley Beating. It, this is on Pluto TV. <laughs> what? Like on demand or something? Yeah. Some of it's in front of a crowd, and some of it is not. Why am I having an old school baseball game on my TV right now? I like these ones, Bob. Look, it's at like a training facility. There's no one there. All female. Look at this is all female promotion. The violence is insane. These gals are not human. They feel no pain. This is WEW. Now, I am noticing that none of the names of the shows are as dirty as the ones on Cage Match, so I'm wondering if they switched them for this. I mean, there's, like, bloody hoe ambush. There's also not dates, so. What's happening? Something's happening. Big Tilly on the top rope, and he just... Bob, this is so fucking bad. Trinity with a moonsault. Uh, He was supposed to catch her, and he didn't. Heavy D was trying to catch her and then threw her into the crowd. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah, I don't think that felt good. So, and if you read the descriptions of these shows, as another update, these hot babe killers get off while inflicting a beating. This is sexual assault. What? Yeah. These gals... These gals' actions have become so violent that they have been detained and are screaming, get me bail. I like this one. These sneaky babes will jack you anywhere. Violence begins the minute they see their enemy. This is real. This is real, Bob. Hour 15 minutes. We could cover three instead of a pay-per-view one day. So it's does it say W-E-W? Women's Extreme Wrestling, yeah. It does look like they are also on YouTube. Oh, well, they're on YouTube. Why don't I just do that? Well, not all of them, though. I only need to see, like, one for, like, a sample here. They're so cut out, dude. I just clicked one, a random one. W. I need to see what it looks like, the crowd. This looks like Backyard Wrestling. Do you ever watch Backyard Wrestling? I've never watched Backyard Wrestling in my life. Like the, the DVDs? No. Oh, you got you got to. I have one that's basically it's it's bad. I got it when I was like a kid because I thought it was like I was being bad by buying that. Big Tilly and Bruno getting Bruno thrown into each other. Bad. Yeah, it's called Backyard Babes. It's sold the same way this is sold. Okay, so here's so there's one that says women's extreme wrestling title belt hijack. <laughs> okay. Fifty eight minutes long. I can't believe people actually like attended. This. Look, the referees in like booty shorts with the little cheeks. Oh out. my god! I just fast forwarded. Yeah. I mean, this looks so fucking brutal. 
like in a very bad way. Oh, this one has the matches on it, like it listed in the description. The full-breasted Italian with Big Sally E. Oh. Oh, Big Sally E. Uh, Graciano. Big Tilly with the splash off the top. Yeah, that's right, guys. We are still watching Destination X. Big Tilly just went to pig, pin Big R, I think. The referee is distracted with... Um... Wait, they're doing the twin magic. Oh, who are they, the Bellas? Dude, they just did twin magic. Even though he's not in the same position as he just was, but. Well, you gotta try to get up and then fall down. Big Till has no idea. He's too, he's playing possum. Usually you do that and then like go to a roll up or something. He's got him all yeah. the way up into a corner. Slapping his belly. Oh, he hits a big boot on his chest. Oh my gosh. That was it. Okay, Bob, I gotta say. That was one of the worst matches we've seen on this podcast in quite some time. I yeah. I mean like So now Tracy's happy because she gets to sleep with Dusty. Is that what these guys were fighting for? They were fighting for Dusty to get laid by one of these girls? Yeah, essentially. Now we can see what Johnny Fairplay's up to, dude. Oh, right. Dustin is talking with Americans Most Wanted backstage in Dusty's office. They're going to keep coming. He's got, like, a saddle thing for, like, a horse. Hey, guys, Johnny Fairplay. Hey, you don't touch my belt. Does this guy not realize that they're signed. Oh, that's funny. He's looking for a tag team. Oh, Chani's going to be their manager, he says. You guys have manager? Harris goes, no. Make him do the test. Ooh, the survivor, the survivor test. test. Like an immunity challenge. Get down on all fours. Okay, they're putting hay on him. Holy shit, they put a saddle on him, and James Storm is riding on his back, and he just hopped off the truck. Okay, that was pretty funny. Harris goes, the tribe has spoken. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Was... Um, Bob, it's happening next, baby. The debut. In ring he... debut. That's next? Of Triton. God. We got in a video package now. This is the power that shatters illusions. Well, meanwhile, on this WEW show... Uh, Francine and SoCal Valor in the ring, and so is Becky Bales, but then Becky just left, and I don't know why. But you actually have it on your TV now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Do you think that WEW is what um, the women of wrestling turned into? (laughs) 
Is like I mean it like it evolved into the WOW. Probably not. No, probably not. But it's also an all women's promotion that's on at like three AM. They don't have all the sexual innu- innuendos, so no. But that one, what was it that we watched? What was her thing that she? Oh, I can't remember what it was. I we watched it was on New Year's at like two AM. Yeah, but she was like, "Oh, there's football or something." <laughs> it's like important to my dad or whatever. Yeah. Oh God, it's so bad. It was really weird. Here comes the alpha male, Monty Brown, coming out first. So. I thought you said the rest of the matches were bangers after that tag match. Well, they are. Oh. I mean, Triton's about to make his debut, Bob. I mean, this isn't a joke. I'm not fucking around here. <laughs> we are at 56 minutes and 19 seconds, guys. Uh, we're still on disc one. The alpha male's in the ring. I'm really nervous what they're about to do to him right now with Triton. I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm terrified. He's coming. Here he comes. <laughs> I mean, dude's jacked. Yeah, I mean, he's shredded. Okay, he took off his fucking ring jacket already, so now he's just this jacked dude. He was never that jacked when he was just in the no. red shirt security, just for the record. No, but it's weird. His like upper body is huge, say. and then his midsection is like a pencil. Well, in his leg, he's clearly skipping leg day. Yeah. And some guys just have smaller, like, legs, but no, it, it, it's what very clear. Ton. What a great ton on the apron. <sighs> uh. He didn't even, like, scream. He just, like, grunted. Remember, this is the guy they walked around Universal in a mask to hype up Impact with Johnny Fairplay and Jimmy, Jimmy Hart, just for the record. Yeah. Goes for a clothesline. Oh, my God. Here we go. It's typical that TNA would want to push the worst of the two redshirt guys and not just push Kevin Northcutt. I know. And Triton's wearing, by the way, plain black tights. He's been hyped up for so long, he could have gotten something. He's stone cold. He's got the one jacket. Oh, no, the girl who's like a picnic girl is attacking SoCal Val. What the fuck was that? He went to, like, press slam him, and he, like, kind of dropped him. Yeah, he he did the A-train to Chris Benoit there. Did he hurt his head? Probably. <laughs> Monty Brown's like, oh, fuck my life. What am I doing? Yeah, yeah, dude. No, don't do this. He's going for a choke slam. Oh, thank God. Okay, he's breaking out. I thought this was the about to squash him off the rope. <laughs> Triton. They... Oh, Lord. Triton runs they, at it. If they had squashed Monty Brown here, I would have been so pissed. Goes for uh, X handle, but he gets hit in the midsection. Those kids are pooping their pants again. Brawling ringside here, slamming Monty Brown's head against the steps. So a couple chops here. This match is heating up, Bob. So is this women's show. I guarantee you it's not. Yeah. The girl's moving her hips a whole lot. Uh-oh, is she taking off her pants? Okay, I feel uncomfortable that you're watching this while we're trying to do something here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
Uh oh. Dude, it's funny. She's doing this, and the guys in the front row are trying not to look. <laughs> Train just beating down Amandi Brown here. Yeah, dude, he's he's Goldberg. Rudy Charles is like, can you please stop this, please? Oh, you know what? You know what's funny? What's that? Who is it? What's his name? Is it, was it Rudy? Yeah, I think it was Rudy Charles that was like doing the main event for that uh, Roman and Sammy match. Yeah. And uh, when I realized that, I was like, well, he's going to, he's bumping. Yeah, right. That's what and I was saying earlier. I mean, he did. Oh, my God. Right. I've had enough of this women's thing. Really, you're done. Because now we got... <laughs> Never mind. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. Going after the knee. That's how you got to do You got to knock the big guy down. Uh oh. No. Holy shit. He almost just pinned Monty Brown with a choke slam. Bob, I have breaking news. What? You can now verify your Facebook page. With Meta Verified, starting at eleven ninety nine. Monty Brown the clothesline. Nice drop kick, though. Good elevation. Yeah, that was really nice. Not something Monty Brown usually pulls out, especially on someone as tall as Triton, who has a beautiful tramp stamp. He's trying to hide it with his tights, but it was slipping out. Yeah, he does. Going for F five. Oh, he actually kind of was, but he goes countered. Munch Brown off the ropes. Oh, going for this fall away slam on the giant Triton. Oh, is it time? Is he going to feel it? The pounce. Let's see. Off the rope. Oh, fucking A, the lights went out. The lights go out. What's happening? What in the There's fuck? a mask guy. Another mask guy tonight? Well, he feels the pounce. Is it Shocker? It's Shocker. <laughs> Monty Brown is pitting the mask guy? Um, Bob? I don't think that's how that works, right? Well, he won by pinning the mask guy. Okay. Wow, there's a lot to unpack there, dude. Holy shit. The way there's Triton right there. I don't know what to say. I 
I thought, I mean, maybe am I wrong here to think that Vince Russo was gone and Victory Road? <laughs> I don't know what the whole point of that was. I mean, he he pins the mask thing. Oh, we're backstage with Diamond Dallas Page. I need to know right now if we see Triton again. I need to know. I'm about to look. We do. Don't worry about it. We do? Yeah. DDP is doing yoga back here. He's just... <clears throat> look, look at, look at. He's literally doing the yoga poses talking about Jared right now. He expects me to be able to do that. I can't do that. Wow, we we see him a lot more than I was hoping. Yeah. So I said, don't worry about. He's one pounce away. Did you know that Triton's final match was in OVW in 2008? Yeah, as uh, Jacob Duncan. Yeah. yeah. He lost in a no contest to Anthony uh, Bravado and Idol Stevens. It's well, we're about to head into the False Continuity match, so this should be fun. I'm really looking forward to this one, and it should actually grab our attention and not fucking confuse us, hopefully, like we just saw. You've got to be kidding me. I can't wait, dude. On our next episode of Impact, the breakdown that Dave Meltzer is going through this for that match in particular is going to be very interesting to read. I'm looking forward to that. For the Monty Brown one? Yeah, because I want to hear him just shit all over that. What if he says it's like the best match? Three and three quarters. Yeah. Like, Triton showed a lot of potential. I can see that happening. This is basically a Jeff Hardy music video. Okay. Okay. Bob is a great singer. Do you think Lance could sing this whole song? Oh, absolutely. Do you really? I don't think he knows the lyrics. Yeah, he absolutely does. There's no way. If you feel there's nothing more for you to know. You ain't nothing. This is a very long hype package for this match. Now, we heard the rumors earlier in the show that there was potential this match was in question. 
seems that that is not the case as Abyss is making his way out to the ring now. Oh, best with the chain, dude. Now, Bob, do you think this is going to be like a the classic false kind of match where they still just end it in the ring, anyways? Are we gonna have some fun? Are we gonna go into the roller coasters, into the, into the fucking, I don't know what else is at Universal, the volcano? Uh, I... listen, listen, you hear the crowd booing the shit out of Jeff Hardy right now. Wow. Sorry, right, didn't mean to cut you off, but the boos—that was the most I've ever heard. That's you can't even like. Edit that out. That's pretty bad. Um, I'm gonna say yeah. I don't think the finish is gonna happen in the ring. I hope not. Because like, uh, like, what's what's the point? But then again, they have cage matches when people get into the cage. So who knows? I don't know. Especially ones that are designed to not have people come in and out and all that, which is most of them, of course. But then you know, let's just say they're made with two miles of chain and steel, and somehow people get in and. Cost people the match still? What do I know? I remember, I remember WCW. I know WWE has as well, but the one I'm referencing, they had barbed wire on the top of the cage, right, to keep them in and keep people from coming out. So then people would just put weapons through the cage. See, but I don't hate that as much. Yeah, but you're still like cheating. No, but that's different to me. Where it's stupid is like. Okay, you said barbed wire, so I'm thinking the Big Show JBL one. Right. So you're not supposed to escape. Choke slams him through, and he still crawls out. And it was like, right. what the fuck? Yeah. Creative. Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah. But what the fuck? This takes what, little... Now, I haven't seen that match in a long time. What what took Big Show so long to escape? I don't, well, you couldn't. Wasn't it? Um, oh, Shit, I oh my god, because it couldn't get the door open or something, was it? I don't remember exactly. Mm-hmm. Jeff Hardy just did a dive to the floor to Abyss. This match is already hot. Jeff Hardy's covered in pink paint, his forehead, and then both arms are covered in pink paint. It's already all over Abyss's hands. Hey, Abyss throws Hardy into the crowd. People are going absolute fucking nuts right here in the crowd. Yeah, wow! And it looks like we're heading to already leave the ring. Security's trying very hard to keep up because this crowd is fucking wild right here. Now, if they had to keep, if they had to turn away 600 fans, I wonder if this is them saying, hey, fans, if you're outside there, we're going to give you a little bit of the show. Well, and that was what we kind of heard about that Kevin Nash, Jeff Jarrett thing, which I thought was kind of cool. Because remember, some fans were waiting to see. Well, we're going outside. Okay, so this is not where the fans normally are because this looks like it's kind this of a parking, parking lot. Yeah. Okay, and we're there's some there is like universal stuff like sitting back here, almost like storage. This is where you can get coffee, and then there happens to be a wood table. Oh, I hear people though. You hear people yelling. Well, 
This is an oddly placed table. Hmm. Well, today's said it's also like a uh, uh, catering area. Okay. I think that's because there's coffee and tea on the table next to the one yeah. you just grabbed. And it's about not to be because they almost just hit it. Oh, just in case, dude. We had to have make sure there's just enough. I don't know. If you're going to do this, I'm, this is my opinion. Have them both be fucking wood tables, and I wouldn't think anything of it. Right. Anyways, two tables set up here. Jeff Hardy goes right after Abyss. Look at the fans. The fans are climbing over the barricade, Bob. Look. I think that's why Abyss shut it, so that they could do that. Oh, I'm sure. And not come out. Oh, some of those fans are part of the turnaway crowd. Yeah. What is Jeff Hardy doing? Uh, Jeff Hardy is climbing up this like structure that's holding part of the building up. Oh man, here we go, Swanton, nice, right through both tables. Unbelievable! Can we see that again, please, Keith? In the truck, different angle. Thank God there's two tables of Hardy would have fucking broke his ass. See, I'm surprised that they're doing this. I feel like there hasn't been enough in the match to justify doing that. What do you mean? Like, already happened? Like, was Abyss beaten down enough for him to climb all the way up there and do a swan time off the thing? He punched him a few times. There's no limits in this final assault uh, falls count anywhere match. We call certain moves high risk, but did you see that? Slamming Hardy against that metal door thing. And now it's opening up. That's where the crowd all is. That's why they hung around. So they're kind of teasing the fact that if you come and you get turned away, just hang out. You might see a little something. Yeah, like a swan top through some tables. And now we're heading back toward the inside of the impact zone. See now, but that's something that like, you and I would never have to worry about because you would insist on getting there like eight <laughs> hours before the show. So we have to worry about. You're an asshole. There is one picture right now. Sunday morning, but Bob, I know it's eight a.m., but are you ready? We gotta go wait in line. I'm like, dude, the show's not for twelve hours. And you'd be like, well, do you want to get a seat? And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. There's like one show that we went four hours early for. Yeah, we went four hours early for it, and then all of your signings that you needed to do got done in 15 minutes. So no, they did there, not. No, we they did not. Almost four hours. We no, they did not. Shows. You're bullshit. You're bullshit. I almost didn't get them done. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we're back to ringside. Maybe the finish is going to be in the ring. That will suck. I think they're going to leave again, because what the heck? What can I do to topple this giant? Look, a couple steel chairs here in play. Oh, 
Can you believe that incredible swan time movement? Bob, we're an hour, 15 minutes, and 27 seconds into the show if you're following along with us. And if you're not, what are you doing? It's almost time for disc two. In about 18, or sorry, 16 minutes, we're going to be throwing that disc two in. Yeah, guys, what are you doing? Get disc two out and ready. Look at that, launching himself Ooh. off the chair with a chair drop kicked into Abyss because Abyss was taking about 20 minutes to lodge a chair into the corner. Big boot by Abyss. Dude, Hardy is getting beat down. Hardy, 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 Hardy. He's laid a chair onto Jeff. Now he's going to the middle rope, which also has a chair on it. Yeah, you know what this is going to be? The nut shots. Nope, he splashed him. Okay, well. Shows what you know. Oh, that's a two count, though. Andrew Thomas says no. Kick out at two. No. One, two. Kick out at two. He's going to do it again. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Off the ropes and boom, right to the there. nuts, dude. Signature abyss move. Getting the chair to the nuts. <laughs> oh, shit. Chair shot to the head. Here we go. Here we go. Lining up for another one. And boom. Ugh. Nasty. Right over the head. Hardy's very two. mad. Oh. It's spring training down here in Florida. Hardy is looking under the ring for something. What is he looking for, Bob? Could it be more tables? Could it be? I think he's looking for a ladder. A ladder. Could it be more chairs? We don't have enough by having four in the ring. We want tables. We want tables. Okay, they're, they're shot up with a chair. He's got something in mind here. Oh, boy. See, there it is. It's a ladder. Told you. Crowd is like, whoa, Napoleon Dynamite in the crowd. We never, Mike Tanay goes, I never expected this to be used in the final assault. What? Why not? I didn't think it was going to be used here either. Everything is fair game. 
They're climbing up the ladder, both of them. Okay, Abyss just fell off. After slamming his head on the top of the ladder, Hardy readjusting the ladder. Let's see, he's going to use that ladder and spring over. Big drop, or sorry, leg drop. It's what I anticipated. Kick out at two. Keith Mitchell. Thank Guys you in the truck. for that replay. We're seeing another one. Hardy's definitely thinking, what does he got to do? Oh, my God. Shock treatment? Could it be? It is. One, two. No. He kicked out. I can't do much more than this. It's perfectly named the final assault. Abyss, Irish Whip, Hardy up and over. Abyss slams into the steel chair in the corner. Hardy goes for roll up. One, two. Holy shit. That was really fucking close. Hardy's mad. Throwing a 10 for tantrum. Bob can't believe it. Hardy climbing to the top. Let's see what's going to happen. Bless you, Bob. Thanks. I, Bob, I think it's time that we, uh, we, I think we have to kind of confess something, maybe do an apology. Um, for many weeks, we, we said that um, the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, we fucked up on that one, really. <laughs> yeah, we really fucked that one up, guys. Sorry. What you guys don't realize is I had given Dallas the 2018 Super Bowl, and that was when the Eagles had won. So he Thanks. watched the wrong Super Bowl. He thought that he was Eagles. so featured. much sense. Even our score. It was almost, we were almost had the score right. We were really close. but Well, you know what's funny is I almost put like 25 bucks on the exact score of what you said it was to see if maybe I would win a couple hundred dollars, and I didn't do that. Well, I'm glad you didn't. I know every year I almost do Super Bowl squares at my work, but like I don't even know what that means. So someone would just have to tell me if I win, but then I just don't do it. <laughs> okay, a table has been brought into the ring now. I kind of wish we were not fighting in the ring. So this is like a full metal mayhem match. I mean, yeah, basically, which is what they just did. Right. There's going to be a pin in the ring. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's got to be what's going on. I'm already getting my Jeff Hardy um, Falls Count Anywhere matches mixed up, I think. Shocker. I know. You're probably thinking of one from, like, 2012. No, no. The one I'm thinking of is definitely his first run, but. Are you confusing it with another Monsters Ball match? Oh, you know what? Yeah, I think I might be. (laughs) I think I might be. Ooh, that makes so much sense. 
But you know what? This match is not over yet. Although that one, the backstage thing, I definitely remember. Yeah. Uh-oh. This is about to be a powerbomb. Hardy looks like he's going to go for her Karana. That is not going to be the case. Because look, at Abyss catches him. Oh, he goes for her Karana, but nope. And... Hardy put his arm back, and I think he was falling back a little too fast. That almost got bad, but he hit it. Broke his arm doing that. Because watch, watch Hardy start to fall. I think he like felt like he was going too fast, so he put his arm back. Because he does almost hit that ladder. That's a good point, too. Holy well, I was thinking he was putting it down to protect himself against the ladder. Oh. Thinking maybe the ladder was I thought close, he, and then I thought left. he was doing it because he felt like he was falling too fast and that he was going to – he's trying to catch himself so he didn't break his neck. Remember when, when uh, Phoenix broke his arm? Dislocated his elbow? Through a table? Yeah, that was gross. Ooh, I feel weird. Abyss rearranging all the equipment in the ring. Remember when Sid broke his his leg and then Scott Steiner punted him in the forehead? When it's very clear that his 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 boot is bending in a part it's not supposed to bend. Right, it's just, it's dangling and he's just Dude, like, fuck you, and he, <laughs> then he bends it. That's one of the nastiest shit I ever saw. That thing without the boot on, it probably would have. You could have just moved it. Like it oh, probably yeah. was. Twist of fate on the ladder. Going for the cover. Okay. Falls kind of anywhere? Right in the middle of the ring, baby. Love it. I feel like that's why they kept calling it final assault instead. Yeah. Well, Hardy wins. Twist of fate did look good on the ladder, though, I gotta say. Yeah, so you think the fans are kind of have like, uh, turned on Jeff because he didn't, like, win the title yeah so they don't care anymore if he won the title in that ladder match with jeff jarrett i think we'd be seeing something completely different or like he at least won that cage match against jeff jarrett where it was like non-title and he still lost yeah i think they gave up on it so the well abyss by the way um basically is no selling that twist of fate because he immediately attacked him holy shit he's grabbing a bag of thumbtacks probably if i could probably guess. I bet you there's about 10,000 inside the bag. We should file a class action lawsuit against TNA for not having 10,000. Like, we think there was more like 5,600, and uh, that's bullshit. Well, let's see. Let's see when he puts them out. Oh, I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's probably 10,000. It's probably about 10,000. It's pretty crazy. Could you, could you imagine being the production assistant had to count all the thumbtacks? Like, yep, no, it's 10,000. We're good. He put the bag on top of him, though, which, in fact, blocks a lot of the tacks. Uh-oh. Going for the black hole slam? Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. He held him and then slammed him down. Holy shit, dude. Mind you guys, this is post-match. Seems to be it. Holy oh, shit. Look at Jeff's God. back. Look at Jeff's back. Oh my god. Oh my god. When he first stood up, it looked like his entire back was covered. You can see all the ones that fell out. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh my god, look at the kids. That six-year-old <laughs> girl is going to be traumatized. So this is supposed to be Final Assault. I don't think they're really supposed to wrestle again. However, how do you not do it after he just slammed right. him in well, thumbtacks? Yeah, it's also one-to-one, right? I mean, he won, Abyss won the first one, and now Jeff's won the second one. Yeah. Well, let's go to the DOA's office and just casually forget this just happened. Oh, Team Canada. They're just clapping. Isn't Dusty's office, like, on the other side of that building? <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, we added more power than you can ever dream of. Have they actually said A1's name yet? I don't even know if I heard it in the tag match. Unless I missed it, I could have. I don't know. Well, here's Fair Play trying to get some guys. Manager of Champions, Johnny Fairplay. By the way, uh, Bob was correct, and if you were wondering, uh, we saw Sebu defeat Alistair Ralphs, who is a one, on July 15th, 2004, on the seventh episode of Impact. Oh, he's doing O Canada. He doesn't know the words, though. And then he ran away. Also, we're going into the taped fist versus blood match, but I just found something else to interesting. Uh, A1's final match, at least as of now, uh, took place on June 2nd, 2018, when he teamed with Moose to defeat Austin Aries and Phil Atlas on uh, Impact Wrestling Explosion. What? Yeah, and uh, the day before, he lost with... El Reverso as his partner to Congo Kong and Matt Seidel, also an Impact Wrestling show. Huh. That's weird. He also defeated, um, he teamed with Allie, like the bunny, yeah. to defeat Braxton Sutter and Casey Spinelli on March 3rd, 2018. It was an Impact Wrestling BCW um, one night only show, March Breakdown. He also, wow, this is super interesting. Uh, he lost a Global Force Wrestling Impact World Heavyweight title match against Eli Drake at BCW's Excellence in uh, October 14, 2017. So he kind of had some tie. He looks like he, his, he was a mainstay in BCW. Yeah, that was late, later part of his career, especially. Yeah, I mean, I don't know a whole lot about him, so I just think that's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. Desire in a woman's eyes, fear in a man's eyes. And now, since since I'm looking for fun, let me find, let me find something else here. Yeah, because since, since that match with Sabu, yeah, he mostly wrestled in BCW. I'm doing Bob's job now just because I'm looking. Oh, my God. On November 22nd, 2004, he lost to Viscera on Sunday Night Heat. Oh, wow. 
He also uh, teamed with Robbie McAllister to lose to Mark Jindrak and Luther Reigns on Velocity on November 23rd, 2004. He also lost to Rick Steiner. Um, oh, we're continuing on disc two, guys. Uh, so throw it, put your disc number two in. Um, and let's see. Yes, my disc two worked perfectly. Am I as, fixing AVI index? As, uh, oh, wait a second. We have a new name, Kip James. No, it's the outlaw. It says Kip James. Fuck that. All right. Let, what time are you at? 23 seconds, 24 seconds, 25 seconds. Okay, let me know when you get to 50. 50? Yeah. Okay. Kip James in the ring here. Now, mind you, that's probably edited onto the disc. So, prime the live show, it's probably still the outlaw. Oh, shit. Which, as you remember on commentary, they did say the outlaw. Oh, so you, oh, so we're thinking that this is dubbed. Yeah. 50. Sorry. I literally looked down and it was at 50. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I know. I'm probably, I'm probably gonna be a second behind you. What are you at now? One minute. Motherfucker. Sorry, Bob. I I we were talking and I looked down and it was at the time. Okay, what are you at now? One oh one ten. All right, let me, know when, let me know when you get to one twenty-five. Okay, well I'm just watching it then. Twenty. Twenty-one. 22, 23, 24, 25. Okay, cool. 25, and now I'm going to switch it so I see how much time is left in the show because that's how we're going to have to do our time checks uh, through disc two here. If you're wondering, we have an hour, 21 minutes, 10 seconds. This now, tape as you can fist, see, these tape fists, you can still blade your forehead. Okay, so once again, I thought it was like taped fist shut. like Right, like, like a literal club. Yeah. Like a cast. Which is, I think I always think when they say tape fist matches, which is never the case, except in like a type A. Isn't the type A death match, it's like that, I think. Because then they dip them in the glue. Yeah, but they don't. But you can still have like your fingers are loose. Can you? Yeah, I think so. They're just, they're where, just, where did I get this idea from? I don't know. Hmm. Well, Nash with a big elbow to the head. I was looking more about A1 here. But you know what? We'll see him soon enough, and Bob will give us the full re rundown of his recent matches. So, I'm sure. Now, this match, I'm sure there's going to be nothing but punches, and they're going to be checking their foreheads and make sure they're not bleeding like the outlaw has already done. Oh, yeah. Oh, interesting that uh, Bob pointed out that. I, I thought it was... See, that's what we get for doing these DVD versions of this, because it throws me off a little bit, but you're definitely right. Because I don't think he. I'm trying to think of when he would have changed his name. Probably not until the summer, right? I don't know if it tells anyone. I was going to hold on. Give me one second. I'm going to pull up the notes that we're going to be talking about on our next episode and just see if there's any mention. Because that's the real con confirmation. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like this was released on DVD in November of 2005, so they could have just gone back and been like, "Oh, it's absolutely, cool. it's Kip." So, not the outlaw. He's too much of a pro. You hear that? Kevin Ash is so much pro. Uh, so much of a pro. 
I don't know why Kevin Nash was about to leave the ring, but the outlaw is stopping him. And now he's on the now outlaw is on the apron. Okay, so in the observer, it's still listed as the outlaw. So yeah, Bob, you're totally right. Yeah, they've definitely dubbed over commentary. Wow, dude, I cannot wait to fucking talk about this stuff. I gotta stop looking. I just cannot wait to talk about this breakdown. <laughs> That's already super interesting. Oh, slamming oh. Kevin Nash's leg and knee against the Ultimate X structure. I remember, he's got a, ser- uh, a history of quad injuries. Surgically repaired knee. Now, if he were to bleed from the knee, would that be considered first blood? Yeah, I'd say. It's first blood. It doesn't say first blood from your head. Kev James, now in the driver's seat. Oh, what are you getting? Got a He's got a fucking box. toolbox, dude. Ooh, he's got a screwdriver. Oh, that will do it. Yeah, that will bust you open. Oh, my God. He's about to try to drive the screwdriver. Oh. Uh, what if he slips and just jabs him in the Oh, I know. Ugh, I don't like it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's going so fucking close. Ooh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Oh yeah, he broke. Yeah, I really trust your, your partner there. Is this the first meeting between these two, Bob? In a singles capacity, I think. I think so. It's got to be right. Right. Let's see. I don't know if they would have met in the early early nineties though. Did have? I mean, they could have. Is when Diesel was a heel and Billy was a hmm. one of the guns, but I doubt it. Going for a slingshot, Nash. Oh, Kip doesn't go to the corner; he falls out of the ring. The outlaw flies to the floor, face on the concrete. He's checking; he's not bleeding. But don't worry, Kevin Nash right behind him. Boom, right against the guardrail. The outlaw regains his senses on the floor. Nash bringing a chair in. Rudy Charles getting involved. It's a first blood match. You can do whatever you want. Exactly. Uh, you can, and that includes a nut shot, which is what the outlaw has done. Also known as Nin. Nin. He's connected. He's taken advantage. The outlaw keeps checking himself. Buddy, you are not bleeding out.
Oh shit. That that might do it. Is Outlaw about to win this? Oh, look at oh. look at look at. Oh, is nah. that is that a blade job? Hey, dude, that was one thousand percent a blade job, dude. Rudy, just move his head and you can find out. He's sitting there going like, I don't know. The only thing that sucks about first blood matches is you literally blade and then it's over instead of like being able to like use that to the advantage for the rest of the match. Is he blading? No. Dude. Did Kevin Nash just work us? I think so. That looked like a fucking blade job. Like hand on the forehead and he turned his head. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, that was like I said. Though, us, I don't. If you were to blade, I don't think he's gonna go on the forehead. If he's gonna try for more like the scalp, because he's a Hollywood movie star. Well, that's right. We do keep talking about that. Yeah. Well, so he's gotta be smart. Now, interesting. Here in TNA, this does not happen often. Uh, the outlaw is taking off the turnbuckle, but he needed wire cutters because it was zip tied on. They're not tied. That was weird. Rudy, stop getting in the way, man. It's no disqualification, first blood tape test. Let's go. Oh, oh counter. It. Nope. Counter again. Irish whip comes back. Huge big boot by Nash, who, by the way, has a better logo on his um, singlet tonight than he did the last time he wrestled against Jarrett. Uh oh, snake eyes. Is this going to be it? Why is Rudy Charles in the way? Oh, my. Uh, that's what you get, Rudy. I mean, that's what you get. Oh, he just hit Nash's head against it. Oh. That was dumb because, like, why is Rudy blocking it? It's first blood. He let him use a yeah. fucking screwdriver. Oh, blow. That was a survival move. Now Rudy's going to be unconscious for the next three or four <laughs> minutes. I mean, he went back first into a metal rod. I don't know. I don't know if you're. Nash is making sure all the stuff is off, exposing the full metal of the uh, turnbuckle there. Snake eyes. Um, is Kip doing a blade? Yes. Or the outlaw? He 1,000% just did. He's still holding it. You can see in his fingers. So is the second one in there? Yeah, that one was really bad. Oh. I think I think he just did a play job. Oh, I think he's busted him. The way he's punching him, digging into it. Is he, is he busting? I think he's busting. Oh, crowd's cheering. Yeah. Oh my god, I know what they're gonna do. What? We keep saying that Nash isn't gonna bleed. The referee is down. Yeah. He's wiping it. Kip On is gonna Nash. Kip is gonna wipe it. I guess got... what the fuck? Jeff Jarrett, that maybe that's a bleed job. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. The lawyer guy's got the doctor. The doctor's gonna clean off the outlaw. What? Okay, so Jeff Jarrett, as Bob said, just ran out and nailed Nash with the title. And now there's literally a doctor out here cleaning the face of the outlaw. It really okay. is just so easy. He's gluing it shut and everything, dude. What the fuck? 
Dude, I've never seen something like this happen. What in the world? I like how they have to use a, a doctor in a very long doctor jacket to make sure you know he's a doctor. Right. Tim Daggett, you son of a bitch. Dude, this is crazy. In the middle of the ring, he's just... Dude, what if this What if this is the really the TNA doctor and he's actually in there to like patch it up real good? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't be shocked if it actually is. Oh, Nash is busted open. I don't know if he did a blade job, though. I I don't think he did, but... There's kind of a little puddle over there, too, which is making mm-hmm. me assume he kind of dumped it on himself. Yeah. Oh, shit. Rudy Charles is magically up and coming out of the ring. Oh, he sees the blood. You... S- you son of a bitch. Oh, the, the the cut is not fully... Why do the lights go... Okay, the lights are back on. Um, Kip's cut is still kind of oozing. Nash going after uh, the outlaw here. Oh, he's pulling on the straps. Uh, that, you know, this you know, is serious. Jackknife, baby. Don't turn your back on the wolf pad. The outlaw says, no, no, don't do it. No, please. Please, shut it. Uh-oh. Jackknife? Guys, send the fans on happy, right? Gotta get that heat back. Oh, oh. Sh- oh he Nash hit it. fell down. But he did hit it. He and look, hit- he's just sitting there like he meant to. See, like, he definitely did not blame. Because... No, but it does look pretty good, I gotta say. Yeah. Wow, okay. Well, we're getting a throwback to final resolution. The Ultimate X, that is. Look at that top camera angle. It's kind of cool. Well, um, I didn't think that was bad. I mean, it was all right. Not the best, not the worst. It was all right. Yeah, it was. I think it was five stars. Well, you would think that. Okay, maybe not, but you know what I mean. I don't know what you mean. So we're, it looks like the Ultimate X Challenge is up next. I think it's going to be a pretty interesting uh, match because, as we know, Ron Killings isn't exactly an X Division star, so him being in the match is going to really... He's got to be first eliminated, right? Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it could be. It's not going to be Daniels. It's not going to be Styles. And then you got Primetime, who is like a bigger X Division guy. He's been getting a pretty good push recently. Yeah. Styles Clash. Got to cover him. One, two, three. That was for the Iron Man match, right? Yes, it was. Time for the X Division Championship match, baby. It's time. Let's break down with the X Factors here, Bob. I'm going to start X it off Factor. with a four man tag team match. X Factor was one of my favorite uh, stables. Okay. Uh, triple threat match after that. So we're kind of just. You don't remember X Factor? Um, it, I, I, name sounds familiar, but it's not ringing a bell. X Pac, Just Incredible, and Albert, 2001. Oh. They came out to Uncle Cracker. I don't know if I remember that part. <laughs> just say it. Same say name. my name. I'm Tom, baby. Nice shot of the X Division title. And here he comes. My prediction to be the winner. New X Division champion. We're coming oh, out right now. Baby. Say it. Say my name. Prime time, baby. Now, are they going to do it, Bob? Are they going to give us a little mini Triple X reunion? Uh, I would have to think so, right? Well, here comes Ron Killings. Now, this doesn't mean that he's his partner, I don't think. Maybe it does. I can't imagine Daniels and Styles on the same team. But maybe that's like their way so they don't touch each other until the end. Or, well, at least until it's a three-way. Oh, you didn't know? Mike, check, Mike, check. Killing's wearing his most boring attire yet, a white TNA shirt with a white bandana and camo pants. Don't be hating on his look. Sorry. Here comes the fallen angel, Christopher Daniels. I, I like this entrance jacket. I think it's pretty cool. He says he will be the ultimate X champion. Are you going to tell him he's not? No. I'm not going to be the one to tell him that. Because here comes the champion. It's That's right. It's AJ Styles. The phenomenal one. Our good friend Joe Sweet had some comments about Mercedes. Yeah, he did. You saw that? Yeah, they did. She was always in it for the money. I don't see passion or pride. Says the person who's he like loves Charlotte Flair, but right. you know that's fine. Well, she has passion. If she wanted the money, she would have stayed with WWE. 
I mean, yeah. Not saying she's not getting paid good, but you know what I mean. She has she has the passion, so she left and went to did something else. <laughs> what the heck? I said I should probably not comment on this. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, very strategic of them, dude. Styles in prime time, Elix Skipper and Ron Killings and Daniels. Wow. They must have known they would have got shit if they had a little triple X reunion at this show. Uh, yeah, I mean that just yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I was hopeful. Of course you were. Couple back elbows to the corner. Now, it's kind of lame that we're starting off with a tag match, but here we are. Beggars can't be choosers. Exactly. Missile dropkick by Killings. It would be behoove. Oh. He just makes tricks up from the pin. Kicks him in the gut. Double underhook. He's kind of choking it. What's he trying to do here? Oh, double underhook suplex. Skipper going to the top. And missile dropkick right to the face. Skipper connects with the exact same move. With the exact same move. AJ getting in, calling out the falling angel. Daniels goes, nodded. Christopher Daniels knows if he doesn't get in, then he can't get pinned. So he's staying out. So now we got uh, Styles and Killings in the ring together. Irish Whip comes back, up and over the back of Killings. Styles from behind. A couple back elbows by Killings. Off the rope. Goes for a leapfrog. A little miscue. That's okay. Styles laying in some forearms. About to, about to try to redo that, it looks like. Irish whip, he comes back. Oh, nice drop kick. Nice corkscrew forearm by Killings. Okay, so Daniels is in here with Styles now. Oh, he'll kick. Okay. 
just last month they went into overtime in a 30-minute Ironman match, and Daniels should have won, but he didn't because they went into overtime. Yeah, Even though Styles was passed out. Yeah, the referee didn't do his job. Uh, you see, that my my own problem with going into this match is like, I'm not interested until the final two, and we all know the final two has to be Styles and Daniels, right? Well, I think that's my issue, too, is like, I think it'll get better after the tag part because then they can, all three of them will be in the ring. But until then, it's kind of flat. Yeah, because oh. there's, no, there's no real point to it. We are under an hour. We are at 58 minutes and 14 seconds left in the show. Which means if this match went another 20 minutes, that means we still have a half hour. Yeah, but remember the last time uh, on, on the last show, we thought that too. And then the way they like draw it out to lead up, they had the highlight video, the entrances. Right. We, and right. it was like literally like, then it was like 10 minutes left. Yeah. I do think this is going to go probably at least 20 more minutes. I mean, I would have to think, yeah. But we will see what happens. STO. Oh, trying to go lock in that Koji clutch, but no, Styles blocks it. Now, the Koji clutch is the move that he essentially won with, but he, uh, unfortunately, the referee, once again, as Bob said, did not do his job. Did not do his job. Not even a slight. No. Got that cross face locked in. Guys, foot on the rope. Keeps him out of the ring. He's in the ring. He's doing things in the ring. A scoop and a slam. Spillard goes tall. And a slam. Goes for the cover, but that's a two. Andrew Thomas says, uh -uh. No, no, no. Daniel's yelling at Killings, like, ha, sucks to be you. Nice right hand on Styles. Another trading blows, going back and forth. Andrew Thomas is just nodding his head for every punch. Oh. Oh, nice, Insiguri. Insiguri. Insigura. Bob, how's your um, translation uh, or transcriptions been going? Uh, have you learned anything new on about TNA that we can talk about? Um, no. Okay. Oh, I talked about the blading thing, right? Yes, we. I think we talked about that on our last episode, actually. Yeah. But no, I haven't learned anything else because uh, Jared, his most recent one was his first year in Memphis. Hmm. I did see. I did see your wedding. Uh, your wedding pose. Uh, what's these for again? Could you remind us? Tilt Magazine. Tilt Magazine. Bob. Sister Rick's. website of Goomba Stop. Uh, so Bob recently for Valentine's Day, which is a month after this airs, <laughs> or a month before yeah. it airs, uh, there's some wedding stuff. I saw there's. You did slip some impact in there. Oh my God! Axie off the top rope. Yeah, I had to incorporate some. Okay, Daniels broke up the pin. I mean, I guess you know, he's his partner, I, but... 
it's, it's smart because he probably thinks that Elix is an we'll ally. Him. Right, right. So I agree. I guess I get it. Styles, holy shit, huge dive. Uh, but yeah, so I thought that was fun. I did take a look at it. I was curious what you're uh, what you're going to add in there. Yep, that's what I did. Oh, sudden death! Rip the night crunch or sudden no. death? Is he going to pin him? Whoa! Oh. Wow! That's a okay. That's a big pin for Skipper. Mm-hmm. Sure, you know Ron isn't an exhibition guy, but he is a former NWA World Champion. Exactly. He just pinned him clean with sudden death. Which I really like for him. I think it's a good finishing. I move. think that's a great finishing. And move. the way, look how he transitions right into it, and look how hard he hits him down. Ready? Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, it's good. It's better than that. What was what was it? The play, play of the day. day. Yeah. Yeah, I like this way better. Okay, so now it's officially a three-way match. We have, we do have Elix Skipper in the ring with Styles here. So I guess uh, Daniel's breaking up that pin may have actually kind of helped him here, like you were saying. Yeah. Because like they could have unofficially reunite and just double team Styles. Right. I kind of like that. Uh, Skipper just went for a straight jacket German suplex, but Styles flipped out and landed on his feet, and now they're trading kicks. Styles is kicking to the midsection. Skipper's focusing more on the lower body. Styles going for a high one, but Skipper ducked, comes back, double clothesline. Both guys super smooth. I would love to see them go one on one. If they have already, I'd like to see it again. Stop, see, Bob, I freaking knew it, dude. Daniels climbing the cables. Andrew Thomas telling him, hey, you can't. It's going to mean nothing. But is he going to just. BME? Oh. Uh... Wait, do you think he's going to wait up there? Dude, he is doing a BME. Wait a minute. Yeah, he is. Oh, wow. Holy shit. <laughs> he scooted back and fucking back flipped yeah, off. Dude, look at the crowd. Look at the crowd. Biggest moonsault ever is what the BME stands for this time. Wow. That was good. Dude, the crowd's losing their fucking mind about that. <laughs> that was pretty good. The all-new version of the BME. I find it fascinating how we've seen a ton of Ultimate X's at this point. Um, but they do still continue to use the cables in different ways. Yeah. Billy Firehawk, of course, is in the audience and he's pumped. Oh, oh, he just pushed right, Skipper. There goes our unofficial reunion. Yeah. Oh, he's and trying he's to talk trying, him into it. Yeah, trying to keep Skipper level headed here. Um, in case you're keeping track at home, just for fun, this is the seventh Ultimate X match in TNA history. And the first one was in 2000, August. Oh, he just turned on him. So we've had seven in less than two years. 
Yeah, August August twentieth, two thousand three. Michael Shane won the very first one by defeating Chris Saban and Frankie Kazarian. And you guys can check that out in the archives. Weekly pay per view number fifty nine. And the next one was in January. Actually, it might not be labeled as fifty nine. It might be wrong, but that's what Wikipedia says. However, I label our episodes the correct way. It's in the archive. Check it out. Now Saban has the most wins. Still, he's won three of them. Oh, back body drop. Skipper nearly, he tripped up a little, but he went to land on his feet. It was pretty intense. Uh, I wouldn't be able to even attempt that. So, belly to back. Boom. Belly to belly, suplex. Well, yeah, but he, yeah, it's a belly to belly. Yeah. I'm not going to argue. It's a side belly to belly suplex, but whatever. Okay. I'm just going <laughs> to, oh my God, did you just see that kick? You just spin kicked him right in the face. While he was on his knees, and he yeah, fucking yeah. hooked it. Wow. AJ. Springboard forearm to Skipper. Unless he was holding Daniels. Backbreaker and then a gut buster. Another fun Ultimate X fact is um, out of the seven, only two of them were not for the title. One was for the 2004 World X Cup, and the other was a number one contender uh, ship for and the best damn sports event or best damn wrestling event, period. That Saban defeated Sanjay Dutt and, yes, primetime Elix Skipper. I do think, is this? Oh, no, it's not. Okay. No, everyone in this match has been in Ultimate X, so, except Killings. Uh-oh. This looks dangerous. Skipper is walking the rope, and Styles is laying in punches, standing on the top, while Daniels is sitting on the turnbuckle. We're headbutting each other. And, oh, oh. Well, Styles fell, but Primetime went and grabbed the cable instead of falling. Check out this, Bob. What is about to happen? Oh, my God. He's looping on the head. Reverse, Rana. Oh. oh. Holy. Holy shit. From the cables, reverse Rana on Styles. Gotta love it. You power around him down to the mat. Primetime laying in some kicks here on Daniels. Looks like he's got the upper hand here, but who will make it to the final two competitors? Mule kick in the corner. Styles is um, about to be sneaky, I see. Good thing they figured out how to get the title to fucking stay up on the corner better. What is Styles about to do? Oh, 
he just did a like a shooting star. I think he kind of messed that up a little from what he was planning, but it still looked good the way he did it. Don't worry, we will get a replay. Keith in the truck. Hello? Keith in the truck. If you want to go ahead and he's uh he's snoozing. Maybe they realized it was like very okay looking. They should just do what WCW did and just do like highlights or whatever after the match. Oh, I see what you mean. I'd be fine with that. Oh. Spinning heel kick to uh primetime. Kicks Daniels in the gut and up and that suplex neckbreaker combo. One, two. Oh, Daniels kicks out. I'm just taking a sweet fucking time. Grabbing AJ from behind, but Skipper gets a couple of elbows to the face here. Moonsault, reverse DDT, but Skipper kind of tripped up because I don't blame him. But don't worry, it was countered. Sudden, Sudden death. death. Oh, no way. Oh, he's taking too long, dude. Daniels, you dumb shit. Oh, he pinned... He just print, pinned Skipper and eliminated him? Oh, that was lame. That's dumb. I think it would have been cool to see Skipper and Daniels at the last two, getting for sure a new champion and yeah. former partners. That would have been cool. Yeah. But I understand. Sorry, brother. X. <laughs> X no more. Okay, if Daniels, you kind of get moving, he's still down. You literally could have gotten the belt. Here we go. Now he's gone. Now he's gone. I gotta go. Here he goes. Ready? Wiping his hands off to make sure they're not slick. He's climbing those cables. Drop Styles down. Or Styles drops him down. Oh. Stiff clothesline. Just trying it again. Just do it one more time. Oh. Okay, he's back on the cables. Styles back on his feet. Drops down again. That time he ducked Child the clothesline. Forearm, forearm. Styles with a flurry of forearms. Nice yeah, backbreaker. Okay, so... Styles has got Daniels down. Is he going to try to climb the cables? Grab the exhibition title. It doesn't matter because Daniels is up. He's giving him a couple of headbutts instead. A lot of headbutts. A lot of them. Pele kick. Right on the top of his head. We gotta see the Pele again. We gotta see that. Please, keep in the truck. Please. That's the move that Don West named. That's right. And Bob, did you know it was named after a, a soccer guy? Yeah, but you didn't. That's not true. 
Yeah, it is true. He literally said it when he named the move, Bob. I literally learned it. Yeah, he didn't. Okay, we're, the replay is frozen. We're trying to get back live, but we're having some technical <laughs> issues. This is what happens when you go for too many replays. Okay, we're back live. All right, well, good that we didn't I really thought it was it. my video. Luckily, the audio was still playing in the iPhone. Okay, so Daniels and Styles are both about to climb up on the cables. We're racing. Daniels is ahead. He's he's there. Looks like he's there first. Oh shit! Daniels fell. Uh oh. Grabs grabs Styles, pulls him down, kind of like a spear. He dove. He dove at him. Fallen Angel, let's go, AJ. Fallen Angel. Trading strikes on the top turnbuckle. Daniels elbows Styles a few times. Oh, Styles up on the. Oh. He just kicked him wicked hard in the chest, in the sternum, really, against the ultimate X structure. STO off the top. Oh, wow. Cost them both, though. That's right. Ooh, look at this angle already. We'll see him slam down. Oh, they had to knock the wind out of Styles, dude. I would imagine, yeah. Think of the concussion on the back of the head. Fans are rooting on both men. Now, I haven't pointed it out because, yeah, we're watching the show, but the uh, the lighting in the arena was like blue and purple to like match like the logo and i think it looks super nice even though the stages they didn't do anything no. to like deck up the tunnels the lighting all around the sides and stuff looks super nice this is an ultimate x endurance test What has happened? Styles is coming in from the apron side, and Daniels is on the top already. Two of the best wrestlers in the world. Oh. How accurate do you think that statement is here in 2005, Bob? What was the statement? That these are two of the best wrestlers in the world. Is there both on the cables? I would say that's pretty accurate. Oh, no, Daniel oh. slipped. I don't think he was supposed to slip, was he? I don't know. He's trying to pull Styles down, and he did. I don't know if he was or not, but... Styles is face, face planted. Yeah, I don't know, because he's looking at his hands like shit. Like, because yeah. they're probably so slick. Which is, it's kind of impressive when you think about it, because so Styles doesn't have tape on his hands. Which you would think would make it a little bit harder, because I feel like the tape might help with the grip, right? And so Daniels does, and he keeps checking, like, shit, my hands are so slick because of these ropes. Okay, we're across from each other, climbing the cables again. Gra 
Perhaps the legs are on Styles, but also on the belt. The title belt's still up there. Um, I'm not sure if it was supposed to come down or not right there. A year and a half ago, that would have fallen. Uh, yeah, dude. It fell when they climbed it. Yeah. I, w- I want to watch the first one back even, because, like, remember, the ropes in the middle weren't even attached, so they were just, like, fucking bouncing, right. and, like, right. they weren't very tight. I mean, they got it down, like, fairly quick, too. They really did figure it out. Okay, we're both climbing up the cables again. Okay, so Styles has an arm in the belt now. They fell again. So Daniels had was in the legs of Styles, and Styles' arm was in it, and they fell. Yeah, the referee so, got decked, too. So yeah, of course, did. Andrew Thomas is going to be blind for five minutes. <laughs> We have 38 minutes, four seconds left in this show. This has been a pretty good Ultimate X, I think. I like, I don't know, maybe I just get excited when they climb up on the cables and it's just tight, you know, really getting me going. But yeah, probably. Once we dropped the tag format, dude, it was like, let's go. I mean, Ron was in there for like, what, five minutes? It felt like 15. To, you really? You did? You thought it was that long? I don't know, dude. Like... It's just, it, just for me, the tag format was so like oh oh styles has the title but the referee is blinded and look at angel's oh, wings oh, and he grabs the title dude oh shit is he stealing the title dude the crowd's losing their fucking mind they love it they're all standing up dude they want daniels to win no they're booing him he sees the title he calls it. Daniels has stolen. Highway robbery. He stole the Ultimate X, the Ultimate X Challenge match. He is your uh, new X Division champion. Dallas, isn't this kind of overdoing it here? Because the like the outlaw just cheated, and and then now he's cheating like almost kind of the same way. Because the ref didn't see, and then he saw right. him. Yeah, I see what you mean. Probably if it wasn't right after itself, that I probably would. Not care as much. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So now that this has happened, interestingly enough, I didn't. I don't think I said it because I. I think I had a feeling. Oh, well, Johnny Fair played backstage, but the D, the DVD cover is Daniels with the X Division title, and the poster at the time was DDP. So they switched right. it for the release, um, which I, which I don't know if I knew that DDP was even on it because of the DVD cover. So right. I kind of like seeing the differences. Lex Levette, Buck Quartermain, backstage. Johnny Fairplay says, I'm a huge fan. I'm Johnny Fairplay from Survivor. <laughs> Greatest villain ever. A big villain. Grandma, you know. Lex Levette says, are you a scarecrow? And he wipes the hay off him. Dude, if these guys reject him, that's hilarious. Lex Lovett. We say his name wrong, I think, Bob. Lex Lovett. Everyone says love it. Love it? Lex yeah. Love it? Okay, well, whatever. I like love that better. I just do I, I think. Maybe it's our New York accents. Yeah. New York. Look at, look at. He's doing the pose in between them. Why does, why is Buck Quartermain's pants about four sizes too big? 
Look at him. Look is at it o- is it an overall? I don't know if it was. I don't know either. I think that was the waist. You know what time it is, Bob? It's, it's time for a four-minute video package and then six minutes worth of entrances and then the boxing. Well, as Bob noted, we have 34, 45 left. So we have 30 minutes left of the show. It's called Ringside Revenge. Wrestlers who've been wronged in the past will be... Oh, wait. Oh, that's so stupid. So they're not lumberjacks. They're making sure you know. They are not. They're here to make sure that Jarrett can't use his guitar and do anything else. Well, here's the thing. They said, or Tanae just said that they're not there to get physically involved. They're there to make sure that Jarrett doesn't use anything, which would mean they're probably going to get physically involved. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because you would have to physically stop him from using a guitar. Oh, man. It's what? It's time. 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 What time is it? It's time. It's time. What time? Uh, It's time. Do you think we are going to see a new NWA World Heavyweight Champion here tonight? I don't think so. I mean, I would like to, but I don't think so. Cowboy, it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. Pal. I can't wait to see who's actually ringside. Who's actually going to be wronged and be ringside for this? I don't know. Nobody can, nobody will. Body. It's time. It's time. Twenty minute video package, thirty minute intros. Yeah, what's your problem? I'm just excited to see the match, so sounds like you were complaining. It's D D P. That gold championship. You will feel the bang. 
It's, it's what? time, DDP. Time. It's what? It's time. What? It's time. Damn right. Damn right. Okay, dude, we're going to see tail of the tape because it just flashed on the screen in a production error, so. Sorry, the raw numbers. Oh, no, it is the tail of the tape. 6-4 to 6-1, DDP with the advantage. 252 to 238, also the advantage DDP. 15 years pro to 18 years pro. Jarrett's got the advantage there. Oh, we have the bullet points, too. Ringside revenge. The guitar shot will cost DDP millions. Or did cost him. It did, did cost him because of his back and neck injury. So they're saying that's why he... That's why he didn't wrestle for years. He retired. And is it time? It's his catchphrase. We're going to find out. It's time. Oh. Wow. Okay. So all the people that have been wronged by, by Jack Joe. So Monty Brown, uh, Three Life Crew, Kevin Nash. Raven. Uh, Jeff, Jeff Hardy. Um, Raven. Chris Harris. Brave. I don't Brave. think there's going to be any heels. Raven. Oh, I see what you're getting at. Okay, that's why you're ignoring me. I get it. Yeah. I get it now. Oh, so here you go. Three Life Crew. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. He just, like, lot. I don't know. I like how they're all getting entrances. Well, yeah. What, you want them to come out to silence? I just want them to come out. Who's this? Shocker. Shocker. Oh, it's Larry Zabisco. What the fuck is Larry <laughs> Zabisco doing? Did he get hit by the guitar or something? Yeah, yes, he, did. he did. Yeah, he did. Wait, so Don, I think Mike Tanay should stay at ringside. Get off comedy. He should. That's the Naturals music. How have they been wronged by Jeff Jarrett? Oh, this is from the legal team of Jarrett. They want the Naturals and Chris Candido. So the legal team has decided we're bringing our own backup. They re-baby oiled. So they're looking real slick. So it is a lumberjack match. No, they're not getting physical. <laughs> they're just there to make sure. See, they're saying it again. This match isn't going to start for 10 more minutes. You know that, right? Oh, I'm aware. Okay. It's me. Okay, so that's so it. So out of all the people that they could pick, they picked the Naturals and Chris Candido to be the insurance? Yeah, and 3 Life Crew and Monty Brown are who's ringside, uh, essentially for DDP. Bang. Wait, he's not going in the crowd. It's kind of weird. It's been like his thing. and He probably wants to get as much uh, ring time as he can get. Diamond, Dallas, Page. Oh, wait, here we go. He's still going. With um, Firehawk. Wait, he's wearing a shirt that says his name now. Look at Firehawk. Yeah. It literally says his name on the front. Yeah, he's a mark. A mark. I 
And here comes our NWA World Heavyweight Champion. No guitar in hand. No lights either. Like, there's barely any lights on for him. It's very weird. It makes the baby blue pop. It definitely does. <laughs> I do really like the baby blue attire. I do too. No entrance video even for Jared. Like, he's not taunting, but his pyro things are starting. What an odd entrance for Jeff Jarrett here, but. Nine and a half months he's been champion. Longest NWA title holder of the TNA era. Longest reigning champion in TNA period at this point. DDP is fired up, dude. He wants his hands on Jared. Jared gets out of the ring, though. He goes over to Tim Daggett. The backup ring announcer, who's also now a lawyer. So stupid. This is so they, what don't, do. they don't expect people to remember the Nashville days. I mean, that's fair. I barely do, I feel like. But yeah, they did happen. This is ringside revenge. Okay. They've been instructed once again to not have physical contact. Hey, Bob, did you know the guys ringside? No physical contact. They are not there to get physical. Yeah, I mean, when you when you really drive that home, it just makes it more evident that there is going to be a physical situation here. That it's going to happen. And like when it happens today, it's going to be like, but they were told they couldn't do that. Main event, ringside revenge. Teenage senior official, referee Rudy Charles. This is the challenger. Diamond. Dallas. Page. This is going to feel like the glory days for you because this is basically WCW 2000 main events. Continue. Yeah. Match and Jarrett. Now we got two months in a row. I do think it's very important to, to talk about this, actually, now that you just brought this up. Um, the Kimberly Page thing. Um, I just think it's time to do it again. And I think it's been long enough that people forgot about it. So I think if they do it in this match, I don't think it's going to be the end of the world, you know? Yeah. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Spring Stampede 2000. I mean, arguably one of the best, one of the biggest heel turns. Unpredictable, I think. I When I saw it, dude, and it's not a joke. We talk about it so much, people probably think this is fake. I texted Bob, and I was like, Holy shit, Kimberly Page turned on Diamond Dallas. Just to give people like a comparison. This is real. This is real life stuff that happened. The Kimberly turn is probably the equivalent to when Andre turned on Hogan back in 1987, leading into WrestleMania 3 for Dallas. (laughs) Okay. I mean, dude, it is big. 
Now, now, did it go anywhere? That's a whole different situation. But no. the turn itself, big. And for some people, that might just be a flash in a pan. Like, hell, do you remember when Scott Steiner came out to the ring with a fucking tiger? No, but it happened, and it was pretty crazy. Bell has officially rung. 22 minutes, 50 seconds were left when that bell rung. Might have a little more time in this match than I expected, but it didn't nearly go the 10 minutes I said before the match yeah. started. This is probably going to be about 20 minutes. Well, we got to waste time. Look at, look at, Jarrett yeah. is surrounded by the people who were told no physical contact. No and he's physical like, contact. Look, he's trying to grab the sign from the fan. The kid is screaming at him. Now, okay, that was good heel heat. The crowd chanting hat, coat, leave is not good heat. Right. Now, Dallas, if you spent a long time making a sign and then the heel ripped it up, how would you feel about that? Um... I feel like if I'm putting it in their face, I'm kind of asking for it. Right. Now, I have a fun story. Um, like, it's just like when, this is a house show many years ago. I was booing John Cena to his face. He was literally right in front of me. And then he threw his his, his sweatband at me. Because I was booing, and I had, a, I had a sign, I think. So I feel like it's, you know, same idea. Of it's like, ha, ah, screw you. Did you get the band? No. Who got it? Dude, I literally was, like, surrounded by... I mean, he threw it, it hit me. He was like, meh. I can't you didn't catch it. I don't know, I've never had... I, although, I also... I, I'm never close enough. If I bring a sign, I, I feel like it's generally because I'm far away. But I also, like, don't... I never was a big sign guy. I also haven't been to a lot of... Oh, at the time, you know... When when it was cool to, cooler to bring a sign, I like haven't been to a lot of TV stuff and like house shows. Why are you bringing a sign? Right. Not I, saying I've not never. saying I haven't. Going for the stroke. No, DDP breaks out. Yeah, you're Going not a, for sign a diamond guy. cutter. Well, I knew it. And they both go to the floor for what? I like how BG James is just like stalking him. Oh, physical. He's getting physical. Oh, that, that's a disqualification. Mindyman grabbed the throat of Jarrett. Cameraman almost dropped his camera there. He just broke the rules. Son of a bitch. Uh-oh. Just hit him face first in the guard. Really. He's probably checking to see if he's lasting his teeth. And trying to put Jared in the ring. Okay, there we go. We made it. Jared cost DDP millions with guitar shots. Okay, this is time for DDP to get his revenge. Hit him with the diamond cutter or three or four. Win the NWA title. Then hold it for 10 months, become the new longest reigning NWA champion. Yeah, I mean, that all sounds about right to me. I think so. Irish whip out the headlock and a shoulder block. DDP goes for a cover. And, of course, that's going to be a freaking two. DDP off the corner. Jared goes down. Another shoulder block by Diamond Dale's Page. And, of course, that's a kick out again. And another Irish whip. 
or sorry, uh, off the ropes. And then he did another shoulder block, but that time not for cover. And look at this, going for some hip tosses, both reverse, ducks the clothesline, turns DDP's leg around. There we go, discus clothesline. Doesn't go for a cover, though. And we're outside the ring again. We clothesline him out, we're on the floor again. Because why not? Yeah, exactly. Why not? Oh my god, we're on the announce table. Bob? Is it time? Yeah, this whole time when DDP's been saying it's time, he meant it's time to break the announce table. Look, he took a drink and very nicely set down the water. And then he spit the water in Jared's face, of course getting it on the camera. And is it a Jared NWA title match if they don't go in the crowd? No, it is not. And here we go. Would Deep. you expect anything less? No. We already saw the sleeper hold. Now we're going to the crowd. There happens to be a trash can. A fan happens to hand a trash can to him. And then he hits it right on top of Jared's head. DDP, it's time. It's time. It's another, time. another guitar shot. It's Bob, look where we're heading. We're heading toward the overflow crowd, which at this point in the show, you might as well leave. Oh, no, we're not. We're going up the up the uh, rafters here. The bleachers. Where's the back? Yeah, it's where the back of the bleachers are. Oh. Hit him off that wall. Oh, he hit him again. He just broke something. It's the side of the entrance area for reference of where we're at. Those are his people. Yeah, dude, his people. Mm-hmm. The people's champ. Paige and Jarrett still battling in the crowd. Trash can shot. This match is boring. Yeah, I mean, it's not great, but it's, and it's like brawling, but like not necessarily in a good way. No, it's like they're brawling and doing nothing. They're like throwing, just throwing into shit. Jared gets thrown over the announcer's table. Is he spanking him? Yeah, he's spanking him. That's riveting. What? Oh, he's got a crutch. He just stole a guy's crutch. He needs that. That's a son of a bitch for doing that. He broke it. And then the guy wants to give it back to him, but it's broken. And he's like, I don't, do you want it? <laughs> Grabbing the Spanish announce table's rolling oh, chair. Oh, no. That's, a, that's a, like a 300 chair at Staples. What are we doing? Well, you just reminded me that Office Max is going out of business, and they said 50% off, dude. No way. They are? Yeah. I don't well, know. At least they're closing. Office Max. There's one right over oh. here in Cicero. Oh. oh Atomic drop. Right. And he punches him. And he sits down. Sitting on the job. Typical. Oh, my God. Uh, he's spinning. 
DDP's even laughing. Oh, he falls out of the chair. Doesn't quite tip back, but. Kick out by Jared. Not yet. You gotta give Jared credit. You just gotta give him credit, Mike. Laying some right hands in the corner. Five, six, seven, eight. Oh, oh. Wow. that was very, very obvious, and the referee did not say anything about it. Yeah, that sucks. Props and face first over the top. Oh, Jared just dropped the Rosa. chair. You son of a bitch. He's trying to wear down the knees for the figure four leg lock. But can he do it? He's just working the leg and working the leg and working the leg. He's yelling at the three life crew. Boom, squishes the leg. Squishes the leg, he says. <laughs> and that's uh, Dallas's favorite move is when he jumps down on a limb. Yeah, I mean, it's not good, as good as Bob's favorite move. Which is what? Um, The one where he jumps on the middle rope. I'm going for a cover. He's DP got in tights, but no, that's a two count, brother. You can see the familiarity. Going for the figure four, but DDP rolls him up. Nope. That's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me, dog. Okay, thanks, Randy Jackson. Hey, man, I call him like I see him. The strut. The Jarrett strut. That's right. Uh, DDP. Hammering away here. You know, this isn't um, the like the true DDP because uh, he doesn't have taper ribs. Mm, that's how I, you know. Which I think this is the longest he's gone in his whole life without taper ribs. A knee breaker. Now the figure four by I Jeff Jarrett. DDP had his shoulders down, though, but he popped them up. Yeah, but he ain't going to get pinned. Do you see how quickly the momentum has turned here, Bob? Oh, yeah. I thought for sure DDP was on the cusp of winning the world championship <laughs> based on doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, man. And now Jeff Jarrett's in control after doing basically nothing. Yeah, I mean, that did happen. And he threw a computer chair at the guy. <laughs> Which is plastic, so. So basically, guys, we're falling apart here at the seams. Yeah. 
Who would have thought that a, a Jeff Jarrett Kevin Nash main event in 2005 would be more enjoyable so far than a Jeff Jarrett DDP match? Yeah, I gotta say, I think that is actually pretty accurate. And to say that the the Outlaw and Kevin Nash match, I actually enjoyed a lot more than this one too. Yeah. But even I think it was last or last episode, Sunset Flip by DDP that um it was noted like or maybe it was a recent one. It doesn't matter that. People come for the undercard. They ain't coming for the the Jeff Jarrett main events, and it's definitely true. I mean, accurate, very much so, especially on this card. Yeah. Yeah. Jarrett's got a sleeper locked in. Great strategy here. We have the sleeper in. DDP's fading. He's gonna check the arms. Don't you guys worry. He's going to check his arms. He's going to get to about two and three quarters. He's going to pop that arm off. So he's going to slowly stand to his feet. Zoom in on the guy who should be the champion. That's right. Yeah. The alpha male, Monty Brown. The wild thing is even if it was Monty Brown, you could have still had the Kevin Nash match. You could still have this match because they all had associations in previous months. Right. But then that means that Triton would have to fight Monty Brown. Well... Kind of a sling blade, I guess. I don't really know what that's supposed to be, but but we've got a double down. If you were playing the Jeff Jarrett title match bingo, you probably got it already. We got yeah, the double down. One. We got the sleeper hold. We got interference technically. You uh, wouldn't need. Get, you would not need. Uh, you wouldn't need the free space even. You, you would just win outright. We have not gotten blood just yet, but we do have nine minutes and seventeen seconds left still. Right. I think the only thing that's missing so far is a ref bump. There's still plenty of time for that. Yeah, and you know that you minutes. know that's gonna happen. Yeah. And we we know that's gonna happen because well Rudy Charles is the referee. Jared going for right hand, but DDP is blocking it and hitting his own. Discus clothesline. Why do I feel like one of the guys at ringside is gonna turn heel? Oh, I could see that happening. Watch it be fucking Zabisco. Zabisco. That's a funny idea. Where is Zabisco standing? I haven't even seen him. He's um on the right there. Oh, he's right there. See, but okay, but he's in the middle of both. Right, he's not on either side. And he's more so on the heel side. And he's already had conversations with Tim Daggett. Right. Whoa, dude. Okay, you might be onto something. Jared avoids the cutter. Oh, rock bottom. Yeah. He always did say he was the people's champ. One, two, kick out by Jared. My round's pissed. Jared going for a cover. One, two, kick out by DDP. Two. Jared cannot believe it. That was three.
slide through DDP going for a pile driver. No nope, power bomb and oh wow, that's it. Here we go. One, two, no. What a ridiculous kick out. I don't know if Jared ever even gets his shoulders up. He just wails his arms across yeah. each other on that kick out. Going for the cutter? That's ridiculous. Oh, Jared pushes him away. And then here oh, we go. That's physical involvement. Rudy Charles, are you not paying attention? Sure, going to go for the stroke. There it is. Oh, he hits it. He hit it just because they held him? I guess. One, two. No, Davey kicks out. Dramatic kick out. Oh, great. Are they, are they brawling now? Yeah, three life crew going after the naturals. There's a brawl breaking out here at ringside. What's Money Brown up to? Who's not in the brawl? Oh, never mind. He is. Zabisco and Candido fighting through the announced team. You know, where is Monty Brown? He was the one I was thinking could potentially turn, but. What? Yeah. Why would Monty Brown turn? Wait, who just gave him a guitar? I don't know. Daggett? Oh, the outlaw. Wait, they didn't dub it. Oh, not for that one, yeah. BG James. Stole it through under his legs. Oh, is BG James going to turn? No way. Wait, and he's been talking with the outlaw. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Oh, oh, Conan, Conan pulls. Him. The outlaw. Is he going to hit Conan? No way. No way. On accident? On accident. Oh, shit, he oh, did. Oh, shit. He looks apologetic, though. He does. He does not really meant to do that. He's distraught. This is about to create something that I'm pretty excited about, I think. I'm actually liking where this is heading. The dissension in 3 Live Crew. Oh, man, dude. That's not I hope I hope Conan stays in the ring like that. This is laid out for the rest of the match. Look, they're trying to move him. Now, Conan, of course, is going to be like, BG, you fucking hit me with a guitar. I know you meant to do it, blah, 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 this whole thing. Oh, dude. I'm, okay, I'm excited about that. Oh, there's oh, your ref bump. There's a ref bump. Just a matter of time, my friends. Jarrett is set up for the diamond cutter. He's crashing on, on the top rope. Now he's getting himself in proper position to take it. Because, of course. And here's the outlaw. Famous, sir. Kevin Nash, where are you? Oh, they did call it that still. I was curious what they were going to say. Or Monty Brown. Where's Monty Brown? Oh, no. One, two. Oh, kick out of two. Outlaw can't believe it. Jeff, what's wrong with you? You had to beat him. Who's coming out now? Kevin Nash. Sean Lumpman. Oh, shit, dude. Ducks the clothesline from uh, the Outlaw. That was a beautiful spin kick. Yeah, he's wicked good. Bronco Buster. Ride him, Waltman. So Cal grabbing the uh, thing over at ringside. And 
That's right. Bronco on Jira as well. Monty Brown still standing over there, dude. Clotheslines the outlaw out of the ring. Oh, I think Monty Brown's doing something bad. Yeah, I do too. He's still He's just purposely there. just standing there, not actively getting involved. No. Okay. Daggered. Daggered. I thought it was Daggett. Dagger, da- Daggett. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Andy the cutter Douglas? on Andy Douglas. Douglas. Chris Candido. Tries for a full Nelson oh, wow. suplex, low blow, diamond grader, bang. Chase Stevens. Referee's just your... letting this guy. Yeah, you're... well, he's got a concussion. He doesn't know what's going on. Butter. And another diamond grader. That's great. Three, three diamond graders. What a great insurance policy. Not, none of them could do it. <laughs> it's time. TNA DDP champion. What is Jarrett? What was Jarrett doing? Two minutes left in the show. Meyer Brown has gone on the apron to do the taunt. It's time. He just hit him. He's very happy. Rudy Charles is in position. Oh no. Daggert's trying to Meyer Brown's like, wait a minute, I got him. Don't worry. I can take care of the lawyer. Oh no, oh no, oh no! Oh! The pounce! My Brown just pounced the DDP. Oh shit. I fucking told you, dude. I fucking told you. Damn it. You son of a bitch, Jarrett. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, man. The guy hey. like we most like just turned heel. This is like Goldberg 2000 all over again. Dude, you can't beat him? Join him. You know what? I bet you the storyline is like, he promised me a title shot, so like I got to whatever. That's probably what it is, right? Wow, dude. Can you believe this? Monty Brown has joined forces with Jarrett. Look at he's like, yeah, you thinking you, you got No, he's trying to say, hey, I'm smart. I I uh, manipulated him. And look at this. The mega powers are about to explode with this handshake right now. My brown is he gonna do it? Nope. He hugs oh, him. Oh, he hugs him instead. He sold his soul to the devil. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I hate it. I'm very curious. I feel like the most obvious, if you were going to turn any of those guys, you just, you turn BG James and you have Jarrett, BG, the outlaw. I think you're missing this something though, Bob. What am I missing? That he is also going to be turning here. I mean, the dissension that's about to happen with three life crew because of that is going to be so freaking good. Because he's already had the conversations with the outlaw, and people they're already thinking that he's turning on. I think it's going to be really good. You so you think Monty Brown and BG James are both? Well, Monty already has turned, but you think BG in addition to that? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen right away necessarily, but I do think. I, and I say it 
because um, as as dumb smart fans, you think, well, how can he not team up with the outlaw? Like, how do you not do it? So, like, I just feel like it's only a matter of time before they do it. See, I feel like the outlaw shouldn't have come in as a heel, and you should have done just outlaw, BG, Waltman, and Nash is like your four. Like, yeah. like that could be your group of four. And then, like, you know, Jared can have whoever, but to turn Monty down. I know. I don't disagree. I, I, it's, just, it's hard to say. I don't understand it. I don't know. Maybe they just didn't know what else to do with him, and they were like, well, we should probably just do this, I guess, because we're not going to give him the title because we're being stupid. Well, I was going to say, I mean, it takes him out of the title picture because... And maybe they think that if they pair him with Jarrett, he'll, like, grow and get better. I'm putting quotes up because I think he's doing fine, but I don't know. It's uh, It's definitely an interesting situation. Now, for, let's see real quick here. That match, we're going to, we'll obviously talk more about this. That match went 21 minutes, 34 seconds. I'd say for about 16 of those minutes, it was very boring and nothing's happening. And then once that's other, once the B. James with the guitar and then with Monty Brown and stuff started happening, it was like, oh, this is about to lead to some stuff. Now, that doesn't make it a good match. I'm just pointing out that most of it is boring, but then they do this thing, man, where the end of the stuff that sucks ends up being exciting. Yeah, I completely agree with you. That The first 16, like you said that. It has to be like 16, 16 minutes. minutes. so bad. It was boring. Now, that being said, overall, um, I mean, I think it was a good show. Do I think it's the? I don't think it's stronger than the other couple we've seen already this year. I would say so far out of the three, it's the weakest of the three. I agree with that, but I'd still say it's a thumbs up show. I think it was still a good show. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't hate my time watching it. The only time I really hated it was the Team Tracy and Team Trinity thing. I did not like that. The Triton one was like we were interested, but we knew it wasn't going to be good. So that was I feel like. like that was, like, comically bad. That's why I think that one was, like, okay. Saban and Chase Stevens um, really, I think, for a random match, I think they kind of killed it. I thought that was pretty good. I think the opening eight-man tag match was was fun, and it was a good way to kick off a pay-per-view. Dustin and Raven, I mean, it wasn't spectacular, but they kept it short. I mean, that went six minutes, seven seconds, so I can't complain too much about that. Uh, Abyss and Jeff Hardy, I think, was good, even I, even though I wish they went more places in the building. But I like the first blood match, and, I mean, Ultimate X, it's hard to fuck that up. So. Right. Wow. Yeah, I, I definitely didn't hate my, my viewing time of that. I just don't like that Meyer Brown is turning up. Yeah, man, I'm really interested to see what happens on our next episode when we watch Impact. And see how they're what they're going to do about this. The post impact shows have been interesting. For a while, they were drawing almost no fans after, and now the past right. couple, they've been drawing sellouts. So, where is that going to lead us on this next one? Because usually it means we're going to kind of open with the Jarrett celebration and kind of talk about it. So, yeah, it's going to be a little different some, this time. There's going to be some kind of explanation. And I guarantee you, at some point here, Monty Brown is going to make mention that, oh, Jarrett promised me a. T- title match or whatever yeah no i think you're right it's gotta be the context i I don't understand any other reason why he would turn 
So I don't know. Yep, I agree. Um, well, March 18th, just about what five days here, Bob. Uh, and we will be covering our next episode of Impact. And of course, we don't know anything, but as it has been going, our post pay per view impacts will be breaking down uh, Dave Meltzer's uh, thoughts about the show and the matches. I'm really curious to see what he has to say. And um, as we kind of go forward, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting uh, couple weeks ahead of us. And now, I think we said, and I'm sure they'll mention it too, but we actually have six impacts before our next pay-per-view. So it's a little bit longer of a wait time. Oh, six. Um, So that is pretty interesting. That's a bigger uh, gap than we've had really since Victory Road. Yeah. From the end of the Asylum. So I'm really looking forward to that because the next one is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. So I'm really, really excited. I'm looking forward to you're just marking out that entire show. Dude, it's like one of those shows, man, where it's like I feel and I'm sure there'll be stuff I don't remember, but I feel like I remember everything. Like, it's just one of those shows. So I'm like super, super excited about it. Just in general, like, yeah, I just... I just can't wait. I think it'd be so freaking good. I'm looking forward to it as well. But in order for us to get there, we have to wrap up this week's episode. So we will uh, be back in just a few short days for the aftermath of of Destination X 2005. Until then, for Dallas Gridley, I'm Bob Kelly Jr. And this has been the TNA Cross the Line Podcast. He's coming.